And this is a No Vaseline Podcast, a podcast that gives you the raw truth, even if it hurts live from the 215. It's me, Cool Guy Pete. And in the house, we are all back. It has been a uh, quite of a, you know, little hiatus. You know, brother's been away uh, making some power moves. You know, people really, what, what, what did you do? Yeah, you just unplugged me. I think you did. I can't hear nothing. I hear everybody else. Right here. Yeah, I can't hear Jack. Yeah, alright. <laughs> so like I said, we've been making power moves. Obviously not on on our audio side, but in our personal lives we got, you know, people homies making, you know, taking big tests and trying to move forward in their life in a, in a, in a, in a new direction. You know, we got dudes who are on daddy duty and I'm trying to do some things in the film industry. Got locked in for a pilot. So, Congratulations, know. man. That's what's up. We trying to do it out here, man. Yeah, man. So, you know what? We're doing it out here. You're absolutely right. My bad, Matt. So, um, what's up with y'all, man? How's everything? How's, I mean, it's been, what, two weeks, two three weeks. weeks? Yeah, I'm tired. Yeah, you hey, sound like it. I'm going to lie to you, I'm tired, man. <laughs> working, this, working, working full-time, mm-hmm. had seven days on, no days off. Damn. Going to class, taking care of the kids. I'm tired, but it's all good, man. Regular man, dad shit. Yeah. I can man, dig it. Wouldn't have it any other way. Uh, hey, definitely. What's up with you, Mount? Um, just you know, just trying to make some moves. Wait, wait, damn it! I don't, I don't, I don't forgot. Oh, oh yeah, my, yeah, got yeah. gotta have yeah, his theme song. Yeah. My man be spaced you know, out. You know, what? You can't play it if you're not on. Yeah, if you ain't high, right? I ain't playing it. I'm clear minded and focused today. Um, just uh. You know, try to make some moves. Um, mm-hmm. There you go, that try. Always networking. Yeah, we, we well, don't we I, don't no, try I, around here. Right. I, am, I am making moves in this network. Nah, I'm trying to secure my future. You know, you know. Yeah. Brother Matthew. What's up? Where you been, man? What's what's been going on with you? Man, I think it's got like four gigs. <laughs> yeah, real shit. <laughs> <laughs> Even got Malcolm a gig. Hell yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Real shit. I, I think, and I thank you. You know what's crazy though? Last year it was, I will I will work overnight then work. In the morning, then go to the gym. Make the mic face you. Then go in the gym. Now it's like I'm working overnight, working early, working straight into the other gig, going mm. right into the other gig. Then I'm going to the gym. You ain't even you ain't even been home yet to take a shower. No, I've been home today. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't been home yet to take a shower. Damn. I went to work straight from work to the gym then Pick the kids up, went get, pick the wife up, and you know, had to run some errands, and just got here. You Dang. know what's crazy though? We spend so much time chilling, and actually not doing shit. Like mm. if I was, if I had this mentality, a couple years ago, not a couple, like like ten years ago. Mm-hmm. Oh man, yeah. you, you would have had your Hellcat already. Listen, cause that oh that's definitely coming out too. And how, how old oh, and shout out, hold up, shout out to uh, Ashley Fox and Rob Boy for doing that um that debt recovery <laughs> drink, cause bro. By next month, I ain't gonna have no debt. The only debt nice. I'm gonna, only debt I'm gonna have is this one student loan. 
Nice. And what and and by so when that get done, I guess it take like a couple months. It's hot as shit in this joint too. It, it take a couple months <laughs> for it to hit the credit bureau, and, I, yeah. and I'm gonna be clean slated, cause and I'm it's off to the races there. Nice. All right. So you know, I was gonna say like, so what's gonna be the first move? But don't don't, don't oh, yeah, tell yeah, us that. Yeah, you don't put that. You gotta you keep that yourself. Don't let that out to the universe yet. You gotta. You know what I mean? Yes, sir. What was you about to say, about? I was gonna ask you, how old were you when you were when you? Like when you were doing what you were doing, and you 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 could have got a job, Man. you could have been doing your shit. How old were you when you were doing that? Uh, prior early twenties. Do you? Mm. I got a question because, like, it just associated with me and my view on certain things. Do you think like we all at a certain age we feel as though it's a time period where we can just fuck up and do whatever you want to do? Yeah. And then yeah, you know I mean, but we should be focusing. We on should be shit. focusing, but see, what no, wait. Oh, before you answer that question. We can tell that Malcolm yo, is I not hot. Yo, I was over here getting ready to say, yo, this, this is not hot. Yo, my man said, is fully engaged. This is the most we got out of him in, like, in the first. We didn't even five minutes in. I'm, right. just, I'm just sitting over here. Yo, he like, trying to facilitate questions like, and shit. Wanna, Look at him. I don't even want to interrupt, man. I'm you know what it is? You know what it is? Go ahead, Malcolm. Rock out. You know what it is? Because Malcolm moving. I remember he was at the... Hold up. I got to say this shit. This shit was crazy. We was at the gig the other night, right? Malcolm high as shit in this joint. Like... And the, and the produce of that joint sometimes be heavy. So Malk in that joint, like, yo, I remember we was done. Like, that next day, Malk was like, yo, cuz, I ain't never blowing again in that joint. <laughs> I was like, I know, cuz, just moving like a slug in that yeah, motherfucker. Yeah, well, first, because I, I, I felt the type of way because Old Head tried to play me. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> once, once, your pride, once your pride gets, you know what I mean, fucked with, it's like, all right, I get back on my shit. I got to stop bullshit. So, yeah. Old oh, Head Italian boy was like, he needs vitamins. Like, nah, I'll beat your ass. Yeah, that shit was <laughs> funny and shit. He was like, yeah, man. He was like, yeah, you know, he's like, your man right here need to take his, taking your vitamins. I was oh, rolling, bro. I mean, but you know, and that shit, you take the good with the bad. Right. He wasn't just being disrespectful to him. He was just like, yeah, I, got, I needed that. But yeah, he was just, yeah. jabbing you a little bit. Yeah, yeah real real quick. But he just going to stand there while I'm, I'm lifting the shit like, motherfucker. Well, that, that, that's, what, that's what it is. He, that's what he told us. He was like, yo, I need y'all to take this right off here and put it over there. Mal- <laughs> that shit was funny yeah, yeah, I, was, I was thinking about that shit all day the next day too like, no but, but the answer, answer your question the, yeah. the answer your question Mal- yeah. um yeah if we would if, if you had the mindset if i had the mindset and if everyone else had the mindset like that to really just go hard yeah. like because it, it was so easy for me to get the gig right mm-hmm. just like this gig that i met i got last year about two years ago um, but I had got laid off, but the ball came back. But what I'm gonna say is, this is the story though. It's like here, a homie. I got I got fired from. I was working at uh, Home Goods. I got fired from Home Goods real quick. Mm-hmm. Homie pull up on me like, "Yo, what you doing tonight?" I'm like, "Night." He's like, "Yo, you want to work for me?" I'm like, "Yeah, I work. Yeah, I come over." He's like, "Listen, I'm just gonna tell you where to push shit, right. and you're gonna be the muscle and just just push it down wherever I tell you to push it, right?" Mm-hmm. It, I went from being a help to running that joint because he left that, getting laid off, then actually getting a union job in the facility. Damn. The dude that laid me off that owned the joint actually came back. So now I do that joint overnight. I go straight to the other union job in the morning. And then I help this old head with some more other shit I get paid for. And it's like, yo, if, if I was doing this since... Like 2019, 18, right. had his mentality. So, like, just let's just chill, let's run the streets. Man, we all be up, bro. Like, mm. That's one thing I, I regret. My, my bad. No, but and it's also just the mindset. Like, you know, you can still have fun, but yeah. you gotta handle your priorities first. Right, it's true. And your priorities, you you even gotta have kids yet. You gotta just, it's with you. Yeah. 
you gotta collect. And it's like that's when you you get to that point where you finally figure life out. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you know what? You, like you know how to play. You know how to play. Exactly. Game. You know how to play the game. Yeah. Exactly. Because you really don't figure. You do figure some things out. Mm-hmm. But the most thing is to figure out is like don't get caught up in this illusion. Because mm-hmm. this shit is beating you at every turn And it's, it just It wants you You know what I'm saying It's true So it's like if you can like And we were saying something about um Discipline Yeah But like we should you Like instead of saying discipline Because discipline sometimes You think it's like Damn you gotta When you think of discipline It's like you gotta stop doing something It's kind of drastic right Right Yeah exactly So let's Let's substitute that word with skill mm-hmm. You gotta obtain a type of skill For you not to get involved in the bullshit Right I like that You know what I'm saying Cause that's what happens. It's, it's like you know we all we kind of get caught up in a lot of this because there's energy all around us, mm-hmm. and that's what we don't we didn't understand that at first, and that's how we get hooked on to certain things. You know what I mean? Yeah. From my point of view, like you know what I mean. So if we had a great skill to stay focused and a great mindset, man, we all be up, bro. Yeah. But we get kind of lost in the ripples of life and the energy we want to do shit <laughs> yeah, that I really don't true. get us nowhere. This is true. Real shit. Hell yeah. Like that's, that's one thing I regret. Look back, and it's like I, it's, about, it's about a good eight years where I fucked off. Where yeah. I couldn't, mm. if I really would have focused. <laughs> fucked off. Yeah, like I fucked off. Like yeah. I really could have focused. I, I had the shit. I don't even remember because I was just in the, in the days. I mean, but I, like I wasted time with people that I don't even associate with no more. Right. You know what I mean? This, yeah. This shit, I don't even. I wouldn't even imagine it doing no more. Like this shit, this shit crazy. Like and I would invested just th- those eight years in the finding a skill, find something like that, that I can attribute to myself. And that's what it is, cause you you can't help others until you help yourself. This is true. Oh, shit. Now let me ask you, cause you you said um you know certain years where you you say you had eight years that you just fucked off. Yeah. What was what was what were those ages like? From what to what? That was from age. Um, I was from age 21. Mm. Not eight years. I'll say about six years. Age 21 to 27. Damn. Shit. I, you know what I mean? Ever since I graduated out of high school, I've been on some dumb shit. I mean, Damn. Fucked off. I was I was in college and still doing doing dumb shit. Like, right. I mean, I was just learning. You know what I mean, yeah. learning experience. It I, is. I know for me, it was 29. So yeah. this is like two years ago. 2017, where... Just moved back from LA by accident, so my mind was at I'm home. I'm just going to just take this time to chill, cause I was going hard for three years. Let me just take this time just to kind of recollect right, myself. Right, right. But I had probably one good month of recollecting myself. Then I really should have been just getting back yeah. into it. But it was like I fell into like a depression. And that's what happens. Yeah, and I got comfortable. Right. So it was just like it was like I don't I want to do shit. But I don't have the energy to put forth the effort in doing it. And you, you do got I mean? the energy, but you it's its your mindset. Right. I got my own way. You know That's what I'm true. saying? Exactly. Because yeah. once you thought that you want to take some time off for what? Take time off from what? From working. And, Just keep working. And, keep and going hard. But see, all of that. But when, exactly. But when you took that time off, you started embodying something that wasn't you because you stay working and that's what kept you up yeah so why would you take that out of the equation once you took that out the equation you became somebody you totally aren't that's that's good yeah you know what i'm saying so that's good and it's crazy you really don't realize the capabilities of anything that you can do when you when until you're forced into that situation Mm -hmm. and i'm looking like right now like i got like 
I got two jobs. Like I do a lot, a lot of different stuff, and I'm like, damn, like in my position, I'm not going. Like I'm going hard, and I just yeah. got out of the hospital. Yeah. And I'm like, damn, I know people that don't got shit wrong with them. Right. Got opportunities, got a roof over their head. He not yeah, a lot of shit going on for them, and they came and they they're not even putting the one foot in front of the other. I'm like, damn, like, yeah, but I'm not, that's not my concern, but just, right. I, I just see how it is now, like, yo, like, I just gotta go hard, like, I, me, I'm like, I look at it like I'm limitless, I can do it as much as I can. Nah, it, you, and you know what's funny, because, I mean, we, we had this conversation bef- before we went on air, but we're just talking about how, like, this is the, the condition of a lot of our people. Yes. You know, it's like, we, we work and we, we. We, we grind mm-hmm. But at the end of the day We feel like we ain't got shit to show for it So It's like When we do have a little bit of something We go above and beyond yeah. And it's like we It's like we're rewarding ourselves But We're not right. You know what I mean Like we were just talking about This whole situation with You know Us black folks When it comes to prom It's like We're, we're quick to throw the bag As You know Somebody going on their prom They, right. they got the whole get up you know, red carpet laid out. I saw a couple videos where this chick had dancers to bring her out. It's like, okay. And in a couple weeks ago, how about it, right? <laughs> no, but like a couple weeks ago, I'm at my little cousin. Well, my little cousin was going on his friend's prom. You know, I guess Shorty from around the way wanted him to go on her prom. So he's like, all right, cool. So I get there, and the whole front of the house is decked out. They got their own prom backdrop. Wow. They got the balloons. They got the DJ. They got a whole barbecue, like, spread. Like, it's like Thanksgiving for everybody that's coming through on the block. Now, we outside waiting for everybody to come out. Fucking drill team. Two niggas coming down the street, banging the drums. No need for that. But what really fucked me up was... Like the bass drummer had tape, like it was the silver duct tape all on his shit. Yeah, I know you're talking about. So I was just like, oh, all right, okay, <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, but like you want know some crazy? You go out to the main line, the kids are catching Uber and Lyft to the prom, or they'll band together and chip in for like, like a, a limo bus. or a party bus. Right, yeah. So this way, way, everybody gets the same treatment. It's cheaper, right? And everybody gets to the same destination safely. Right, makes sense. but with us in you know with us in the inner city or I'll, 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 I'll say the the urban context is just you know in the hood in the hood. I, I wanted to I wanted to sound smart, so that's why I said urban context. But anyway, in the hood, you know they they quick to get the Maserati, they're quick to yeah. get the Benz and and the fucking I saw saw a couple take off on the slingshot. I'm like, okay, that's different. Yeah, it's different, you know. But at the same time, is that necessary? Because like you throw the bag on this prom, two months later he's going he or she's going to school. They need books. Right. And they can't get the books because y'all threw the bag at the prom. Now I gotta do a fish fry to get or money for fish books. Fry or a trunk party or, or a trunk like party. Yeah. So it's just like and this is why I was saying, like, us black folks collectively, mm-hmm. I mean statistically, yeah, we're still broken under the poverty line but if you see it it's like if you see what we do with our money we really don't we we, we really spend our money on the wrong shit when we right now it's crucial for us to band together right you know what and, i mean and, and I, I think that's where um 
financial literacy comes into play. Absolutely. Because you're taught how, you know, if you're taught to be financial literate at a young age to do with your money, I mean, and if you, you have your, your view on money and finances and the monetary system is 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 molded a certain way at a young right, age, right. and you're straight. And a lot of we don't even get that. And I mean, the first thing we hear about money is you know, get as much as you can. Yeah. Well, and trick it off right. First of all, we <laughs> where where you supposed to learn it from though? Make sure that I mean, right now we're in an information age. Just Google. I mean. I mean, as a child, like growing up, though, not. I mean, you should get ass. that from your parents. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, or like a relative, somebody. Like I that. remember Antoine was in here. He was telling us how he teach his kids to save their money. Right. Yep. Right. Exactly. So, That's a perfect and, example. Exactly. So you know, you got more structure like that in the household, mm-hmm. building a what a foundation. Mm-hmm. Kids will have a better sense on what they need to spend it on, or don't spend it on shit. I'm gonna save it. Right. Right. You know what I mean? One of the best advice I've gotten. When it comes to when it comes to money, is money doesn't expire. It doesn't, you know. Um, and with that, it was like for me, I, I I had the habit of all right. When I got some money, I'm gonna get everything that I wanted to get. When I didn't have money, now that I got, it, I'm gonna get it. Right. But now I've gotten to the point where it's like when I don't have money, I see shit that I'm gonna get. But when I get the money, I forget about it. Right. So. But with that that mindset of money doesn't expire, it helped me be patient. When it comes to my spending, right, and with that patience is actually changing my spending habits. So, yeah, and I'm, I believe that about finances, what children should learn and what adults should learn is about residual and um, mm-hmm. a passive income, right? Yeah. So I mean, yeah, because you got like you said, you got Google, right? Yeah. It's billions of people on Google, hundreds of million people on Google, right? Mm-hmm. So if one was to just really invest the time into himself. When you build it, they will come. So you will have people actually come in, like this podcast, right? Eventually, right. Mm-hmm. people are gonna be looking at this joint, yeah, right? Just, yeah, right. Shout out to the one person who's watching right now. Yeah. So go ahead. the the goal is when people do things like this, they want you know ad recommendations. After you get a certain amount of viewers, you get ad recommendations. Right. After that, you get ad, you get other ad recommendations. Then you start getting residual income. So I just think like if people just do what they really love to do. Sir, it's, it's millions of people out here. Someone's going to like your shit. Someone's going to follow you. And, and for those who don't know what the residual income is, residual income is income that doesn't, it doesn't. You're not using energy to be made. I mean, so it's, mm-hmm. you're making money. You're making money while your you're money's sleeping. making money for you. Right. Mm-hmm. So, like you said earlier, it's like it's it's more so what we teach in the arts, even each other. Mm-hmm. A lot of people don't even know that. Be 35 years old, don't even know what things are that we should that we should have been taught. When we was six, bro. This is true. Ten years old. This is true. Like, so it gets to a point where it's like, it's a whole environment. Mm-hmm. We in this environment right now. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So when you have certain talks with the homies or a friend, are they listening to you? Right. Because you could be saying something like, you know, uh, me, I like like conspiracy theory, <laughs> certain things, right? So right. I remember when a homie used to come over, like, uh, I might just turn it off and then we might be watching some NBA or, like, right. mm-hmm. you know, I don't give a fuck about the NBA or the NFL. But I'm into that other stuff because it's, it's so much information out here that we ain't being told. It's, yeah. It makes you think. Yeah. Now, if you just keep watching a team play another team, you ain't really thinking too much. You just, you know what I mean, watching that. It's entertainment. It's entertainment. So you're being entertained. And what we learned, we learned this a couple months ago in the mm-hmm. black community What's the ratio of entertainment over education? 200 to 1. 200 to 1, yeah. 
so there it is and that's why people get so uh they gravitate to entertainment yeah all right thanks you want to say it okay thank you <laughs> Gra- gravitate gravitate thank you <laughs> to like the entertainment instead of just like you know the actual knowledge or some education yeah. and it's crazy because like nowadays people everybody wants to be famous and it's a false sense of like if you're going to be famous you're going to be rich and I'm starting to see that now with the social media age, where a lot of these social media personalities are depressed and going through it and, exp- and expressing it. Like Bull Shiggy, the, mm-hmm. the dancing bull, he was just on, you know, social media complaining about how like the life isn't really what it seems. No, the, see, this is the thing when it comes to fame. This is something that I've learned. Like, yeah, fame is fleeting, mm-hmm. but the thing is, in order to keep it, you have to keep working. You have right. to stay relevant. And what a lot of these people, like these these quote unquote social media influencers, they get hot one day, mm-hmm. and then they think that's it. They cool. Couple people, months go by. People gonna then, like them, right? Nah, that's everyone, not it. Yeah. I mean, people I mean, no, gonna no, like them, it, and then that's not what's gonna happen. And, and, no, right. that's not gonna happen because then it's gonna be as soon as you have your shine, as soon as you have your moment. Next week is on to the next. Right. One. On to the next. In one, our in our in our brain spans, we don't. It, it's like we said be on to the next be on we to the next we just exactly yeah. we need the new shit just like you want some new kicks we need we need to see who's up next mm-hmm. and, then, and then they're gonna end up killing themselves trying to keep up with the shit once they realize that it's it shit is like it's not what it seems right and I mean, that's the thing like on some real shit you don't have to keep up with anything. Exactly. No, that's the thing. It's, you understand it's all up to you. And, yeah, and this is your, this is like, your reality pretty you, much. Like, you, can, you, you can have the mindset of, look, I'm out here getting my bread and I'm staying the fuck out the way. Mm-hmm. I think that's probably the most freeing, the, mo- the most freedom and most peaceful life that you can have. You get your bread and keep it moving. That's my like, mind. I don't want to be in the limelight. Y'all can have that. As long as mom, as long as I'm secure, my family's secure financially. I'm straight. Listen, Y'all cousin, can have all of that. My cousin from DC asked me like, "I heard Philly's so bad. This is now." Like, I stay the fuck out the way. Yeah, out the way. Like, it, it is. It, like Philly is bad, yeah, but it don't up, but... have to be unless like it don't have to be if you stay out the way. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. But let's just move on because we we can get on to this. I want to talk about the finals because it's getting ready to start. Um, well, game four is about to start. Um, I want to go to our resident sports analyst. How are you feeling about this? These finals? It, can can uh, Golden State come back, or do you think the uh, the dynasty is over? What you thinking, Antoine? Well, they only down two one. I mean, the series not over yet. I right. Mean, they. I think tonight is like a de facto must win, though. I don't think this they, is true. Even though they've come come back from three one before, I don't think they'll do it against this Raptors no. team. Do you think KD's coming back? No, mm-hmm. I think I he's so. either he's he's either did damage to his Achilles or mm-hmm. he like tore his calf. I don't think he's coming back. Mm. I think that's just them, you know, posturing, trying to do some gamesmanship to not have Toronto on their heels as far as what to expect. Yeah, this but is true. I don't think KD's coming back though, because mm-hmm. if it was just a calf strain, he would have been back by now. Right. It's been like a month. Damn, has it? Yeah, it's been like a month. So he would be back by now if it was just a calf strain. I yeah. think it's. I think it's a little more serious than that. So, mm. but um, Damn. I do think. I mean, the Raptors though, they ain't good position though. I wouldn't be surprised if they won it right mm. now. But I mean, what Warriors has been to what five straight finals now? Yeah. You can't just count them out. Yeah, this is true. Cause like I'm, I was sitting there watching it and. 
um, I know that the the Warriors they're they're, they're undermanned because you know they they lost two two key people, three because they lost Looney too. Didn't he they? playing tonight? Oh, he's playing tonight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, but um, I don't know how effective he's gonna be with a with a rib fracture, but oh shit, god chest, damn, chest fracture. But I don't. I mean, he said he's gonna play tonight. I'm sure he took a damage goods. I'm sure he took a cortisol shot or something. Oh yeah, for There's sure. There's no way he's playing playing with bad ribs without sure. numbing it down. Now, when I when I, I'm watching these I'm watching these games. Game one, yeah, Toronto came out on fire as they should. They home is game one. They gotta they gotta kill it. Mm-hmm. But Game two, I saw more more of how in sync they play. Now, minus the, uh, the you know the comeback that the Warriors had, but that I'll say the first two and a half quarters, well, you know, going to the half I of mean, the third quarter, it's like they was just you you couldn't stop if them. If it wasn't for that first five minutes in that third quarter, they they would uh, Toronto would be up three zero right now. Yeah. Because they went on that 18-0 run in the yeah. first five minutes. If it wasn't for that, they were Toronto. So, I mean, Toronto, what you got to think, they they beat the best team record-wise mm-hmm. four straight games after losing the first two in the Bucks. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? They, they've they won like seven, seven out of the last eight games or something God like that. Damn. So, I mean, Toronto is – they definitely, uh, they're not. They shouldn't. Well, they definitely shouldn't be taken lightly at no, this point. No, not at all. Yeah, they can definitely win a series, though. Yeah, like, yeah. all right, Kawhi Leonard. I always say, like, in my opinion, he's Thanos on the court. Like, he can just do whatever the fuck he want, claw or not. Just do like anything this motherfucker puts up is going in. He can make. He does some. He he doesn't do it all the time, but it's like whenever it calls for, it, he'll do like some kind of wild play that'll just happen to work. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I still don't like Kyle Lowry. Um, even though what happened to him, like I, I definitely side with him because that was unnecessary. But right. we'll, we'll get to that in a second. But my eye has been on Fred Van Fleet. Yeah, I mean. X Factor. Yeah, he's been showing up definitely because he you makes know? he's making seem like he's making one of them crazy two or three crazy shots every mm-hmm. game. But I would say Siakam for me is mm. more of an X Factor because yeah. when he's when he plays well they win. Yeah, they, they won. Yeah, that, they won the first game, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, when he I watched that recap, he was balling the he, first game, yeah. bro. Second game he didn't play well, they lost. So when he plays well, but I mean last game. Raptors as a team shot 50% from the field, 40% from the three, and 90% from the free throw line. They didn't have – all they started scored at least 17, and nobody shot under 50%. That's what I'm saying. They, they playing too much so like in that, sync. That, like, that how right can there, you stop like, them? I mean, that's what I'm saying. I don't know if Toronto – and you figure they didn't have Clay. Steph had 47. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, that's why this game here is so important because if – the Raptors are even slightly like I mean they lost what by fourteen they won what Raptors won by fourteen yeah if they're slightly off and Clay can give you twenty points twenty two points mm. Golden State's gonna win yeah they're gonna win the yeah. series they're gonna, not the series they're gonna win this game this game, so, game game four right? it's game four yeah. so it's it's like I said the series is right now it's up for grabs but I know Toronto is not afraid to go State at all no not so. at all. I, I, I actually I actually seen that game one. 
Yeah, I watch. I watch yeah. pretty much all of every, not all of, but most of every game. Because mm-hmm. a couple games started when I was still in class. So okay, but yeah, it's definitely interesting finals. I mean, it's make it's gonna make the off season even that much more interesting. This is true. So I'm hoping Durant leaves. I hope Clay leaves too. Be honest with you. Where do you think Clay will go? If he's smart, Clippers, he, Lakers. Mm. Oh. Go to the Lakers. Mm, yeah, like be Le- just set up for LeBron to kick it out to you all day. Man, you know what? I'll, I'll say this: if Clay goes to the Lakers, I just might be a Lakers fan. Like next season, I was never a fan <laughs> of the super teams. I'm not either. Like, but now though, it's yeah. like I've, I've I've come to like like it a little bit. Like I like yeah. the idea of guys teaming up mm-hmm. and like I want to see how they play together and stuff. So. I don't know unless he can unless he's gauging Kawhi like if because I think Kawhi is going to the Clippers. Oh yeah, that without a doubt. So without a doubt, if Clay go to the Clippers, oh, Clippers might win a chip next year. You yeah. said if Clay goes to the Clippers, if Clay and Kawhi go to the Clippers, oh oh hell yeah, they, they might win a yeah. chip next year. But I don't know. And if, they I don't know if the Clippers Lou will Montrez Harold and Landry Shamit. I don't know if the Clippers have enough room for two max and slots Beverly. though. I think Beverly's gonna leave because he, this is this is like the, Beverly leaving is gonna be a business decision though because this mm. is he's his most marketable and this is gonna be his last contract like right. his last you know big contract yeah so I see him leaving that's but that's the exact reason why I see Jimmy staying oh yeah Jimmy because we can give him the fifth year yeah. we can get like yeah. I, are you really gonna turn down fifty million it's not like you mm. it's not like you were still in Minnesota and you turned right. it down fifty million right. You know what I mean? Like you got a nice young nucleus right right here, like mm-hmm. you can win with. Like we can win a championship. We should be playing in the finals right now. Yeah, we should. And I, I was saying, I was telling me and my mom was watching game two, and we were just sitting there like, yo, we was literally two points away from being in the finals. Like if because if in my opinion, sorry to cut you off, no, but no, in my ahead. opinion, if MB was in shape, held in shape, ready to play. And Ben Simmons has some semblance of a jump shot. We would have beat Toronto in six games. Mm. We would have beat them in six games. Right? I mean, just because it's good to talk about the Sixers, I'm gonna smoke a bag of that. Yeah, no <laughs> doubt, no doubt. And this is why right. I'm. And then uh, we just hired Udoko, Udoko, Udoko as our lead assistant. Like I, like I was, you know me. We were sitting down. We talk about Sixers all week. I was like, yo. Get rid of Brett Brown, fire Brett Brown. After watching the fun, after watching this playoffs, mm-hmm. I didn't. I was like, no, I'm happy we kept him. Yeah, because he made adjustments. Problem was, like I see after watching the playoffs, I see now like the problem isn't Brett Brown. It's like you, his players not listening to what him. they need him, what they, what we, what the team needs him to do. Right. And B, not being in the type of shape to be able to play down low all game. Like, you got to be in shape. You got somebody's pushing against you. Right. So, him not, him him having that reluctance to stay down low is because he was tired. Mm-hmm. Out of shape. And Ben not shooting. It, it kills your offense, yes, really. It does. It, like, how do you, as a coach, how do you, how are you supposed to draw up, draw up, plays and draw up schemes and you got a guy on the floor that won't take a shot right you know what i'm saying that makes his job a lot a lot more difficult so i'm happy we brought uh brett back for another year and i just hope ben is in the gym shooting man because that's the key if he yes, can come is. back in the 
it's and like, even if it's like even if the jump shot isn't consistent mm-hmm. just had the confidence to take it. it yeah and had a like he needs i don't know who we got to get with a sports psychologist or something but he's got to be more assertive as far uh, as yeah. as far as his just just his 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 aggressiveness as far as attacking the basket. I'm just thankful that he didn't take that much of a bad turn that Markel Fultz did. Yeah. Right. Because we would have been fucked. Oh yeah, we would have no Vaseline, no pun intended. We would have had to rebuild. All we'd have been rebuilding all over again. Trust the process, part two. But I mean, if Jimmy and if we don't get, if we got to get at least Jimmy. Otherwise, we still, in a sense, oh, yeah. we rebuilding again. Yeah, of course. Like and. I mean, word on social media is that they're close to finalizing the deal. Very happy about that. Yeah, they can't do anything officially until July first, anyway. No. So yeah, which is well, which no, is no, cool. no, 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 no. I'm lying. They can because he's already on. He's, he's already, already on, on team. his team, so they can they can sign him now. But um, speaking of signings, you know, we just signed Carson Wentz to a, a nice extension, 128 right. for four years. Yeah. Damn. How much was guaranteed? Uh, was it fifty guaranteed? I thought it was sixty, something like Maybe that. Something he got like most guaranteed money right as of yeah. right now, and that'll change in the next year or two mm-hmm. when um, quarterbacks getting contracts. But um, how you feel about that? I'm okay with it. Yeah, me too. I'm because I'm actually, go ahead. You go no, ahead. I'm okay with it because you know this this really showed the loyalty in the Eagles organization. By sticking with Carson, even though you know we had Nick Foles do we, you know he did what he did, but to still be able to you know stay and rock with Carson because Carson definitely delivers. So when healthy, when healthy, yeah, when healthy he can deliver. He does deliver. So um, I'm just anxious to see what he can do this upcoming season. Supposedly we got we drafted some protection for him. And we got Deshaun Jackson. We got a, some solid running backs. Mm-hmm. So he shouldn't be holding on to the ball that long, like like right. like you would say. So I'm I'm thankful for it. Yeah, I'm I'm at, at first when I first heard that he did the extension, I was like, uh, maybe we should wait a year just to see if he can finish a whole season. But mm-hmm. the more I think about it, it was now or never. The more I think about it, it was like, no, do it now. Mm-hmm. So this way you don't have to go into it wondering, you know, if, like you, you want his mind as clear as possible. Absolutely. And you want him only thinking about football. So, you know, that's why we had to part ways with Nick Foles because you don't mm-hmm. want him looking over his shoulder. Right. He brought in weapons, like you said, brought in protection. And then you, and then I think it was, the main reason why I think it was smart to pay now mm-hmm. because if he plays well, Gonna have to pay more. Yeah. So now with this deal, we can still build around him. Absolutely. You know what I mean? We don't have to break the bank mm-hmm. and 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 risk signing certain free agents and stuff like that. Very true. So that's why I was happy we did do it before. You know, he got into that. You know, his deal was up, and then he might he ball out. Because I think I think we're gonna be really good this year. I looked at the schedule, mm-hmm. and I was right now, just right now, not being not seeing no preseason anything. I'm looking at like yo twelve and four. Wow, not not. I'm looking, not making any just predictions. At the, just looking at. I mean, this is just yeah. an early paper. Just looking yeah. at the looking at the schedule based right. off what the rosters look. Because you know it's gonna be to, teams gonna be totally different once absolutely once they get the 53 man and all that. Like we haven't even gotten the training camp yet. But just right. glancing at the schedule, I feel like we we'll it's a very right. favorable schedule. Like we can, like if everybody's on point. We should be good. I am. I am feeling a little wary about Malcolm Jenkins, though, because yeah, what's up with him? He wants a new deal. 
Also, oh, that's why he's doing what he's. Yeah, he got. But see, my thing is, him, he got. He got. That. He got two years left on his deal. So, so what? He's outplayed his contract. He has outplayed his contract, yeah. and this is just one of those. Like, this is just where, like, if I'm front office, I'm telling him, look, man, we want to take care of you, but yo, you got two years left. We need you. If you can maintain your productivity, mm-hmm. we get it. We can maybe we can work something out in the off season. Right. But you you want him you want him happy too because he's the captain of the defense. Yeah. Like, you need him in good spirits. And yeah. if honestly, you just want your locker room feeling good, and like yeah, the, the guys in your locker room will feel good once they see their veteran leader getting taken care of. Right. right. So I feel like we might have to just. You know, because I mean, I, I feel like we got to wait. We got to wait because you don't know what's going to happen in training camp. You know, mm-hmm. it's always injuries. Right. You know what I'm saying? You're hoping there's nothing too bad with anybody, but right. it's always injuries. So we may have to bring people in. Mm-hmm. But, um, you know, I, I, I'm sure Malcolm, he'll be ready for the season regardless of if he gets the deal or not. I, I, I expect, like I said, we'll I, expect this to, I expect this to do pretty well this year. We'll see. Like I said, I'm. I, I don't care what the schedule look like. I'm not making any predictions. I'm just praying that we can play a good game every week. I'll leave it at that. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> my dumb ass, every time I try to predict something, is always the opposite. So I'm like, me and predictions? No, nah, I'm cool. Especially, especially <laughs> being a, a, a hypochondriac Philly fan. That you are, yeah. Yeah, that you are. like <laughs> that you are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being a hypochondriac Philly fan is like we're like hyper superstitious when it comes to our team. So again, that's not a road I'm 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 not willing to travel. <laughs> so I hey, you, you that's why you the sports analyst. You got that because me hell no. <laughs> <laughs> now. um I want to go back to to the NBA and and discuss this the situation around Kyle Lowry, um, with him getting pushed by one of the owners. The owners, and um, you know he got he got fined a half a million and got banned for a year. Do y'all think that's enough? No, I don't think it was enough. And I've been thinking about it for a while. Uh, well, not a five. while. Mm-hmm. He should have been fined at least a million dollars, at right. least if not two million. And he should automatically have to give up his ownership stake in the company. Like whatever his whatever his investment is, he should have to sell he should have to sell that investment and he can't come back to the arena for a year, at least a year. Right. But I feel like the money was too low. But even though the arena I mean, they can really shut that shit down well, after I mean, this whatever season. Whatever arena. Whatever <laughs> yeah. whatever whatever home whatever place they call it home for right. the next season. He shouldn't be able to go at all. I agree. That that should be a clause in the investment like contract. As far as you can't touch the players, right? Because it's like it's a it's a misrepresentation of the Warriors. You mm-hmm. know, if you if you're a, a minority owner, like it should be your job to always represent the team well, especially on the court. Right. You know what I mean? What you're doing was definitely a out of character. It was an out of out of character moment, and you got to live with that. Yeah. So for this this half a million dollar ban in a year, um, ban on at at the at the arena, I feel like it's not enough. Yeah, I agree. You know what I mean? That's that's definitely like a a, a red mark on your record, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. You know, but 
like I said, I'm not a fan of Kyle Lowry. He can go kick rocks for all I care. But at the same time, as a as a player and as a black man on the court being disrespected the way he was, mm-hmm. you know, I'm I'm a ride for for for, for Lowry, but right. Any other time, if he was in Philly and did and somebody did that, I'm like, hey, fuck it, he deserves it. <laughs> what you think about the guy that um, said somebody he should curry? He got arrested for it. Good. What, what, you think? Say? what, he he, said, what did he say? He was on TV and he was like, we're going to grab you by the pussy. Oh, I'm a fucker right in the pussy. Yeah, I heard about I that. Wow. I even see Definitely. That. It was a Raptors fan. Oh, yeah. See. He was white, wasn't he? Of course. He blamed See, this, I blame him on alcohol, too. This, this is my thing. Like, because I, I remember watching a video um, of, like, it was a whole bunch. It was a video on YouTube of fans dis- disrespecting players. And it's like, see, this is why I understand when players don't want to give interviews and all of that or don't want to take pictures with fans because you got asshole fans mm-hmm. that think, oh, I, sp- I spent this amount of money on this seat. I should be able to do whatever the fuck I want. No. Like, this, there's still proper etiquette right. that you need to, that, 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 that you need to, to, to uphold to. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, it's just the, these colonizers. <laughs> That's I, I don't even want to say white people anymore. I just say colonizers. Well, remember the little kid hit Russell Westbrook early in the season on the on the sideline. I didn't see little that white boy. Yeah, hit him. And I remember he, seeing know, the little up. the little fat the fat the fat old dude giving the fingers. Yeah, to the Sixers he, fan. But no, nah, and then it was another guy that actually came on the court and was yelling in his face. And wow. Westbrook kind of pushed him, was looking at security, like, where y'all at? Right. Then right. you got the other guy got banned because he was shouting racial uh, slurs at Westbrook. So, like, the fans are out of control yeah, in, in a sense because if these players re- retaliate, mm-hmm. like, they're going to lose millions. Yeah, they're remember that? Suspend, was like, that Detroit Pistons? And you were talking about that earlier. earlier. The mal- Malice at the Palace. Yep. That's what they do because they know they called it. That's the name for it. They know that they're not gonna do nothing because they don't want their their check to be affected. So they know that they're not gonna. I mean, yeah. I mean, but still, somebody getting that ass. And it's it's like I remember um, this is back when I was interning uh, with the Sixers. It was just um, you know we watching the game. Now this is when we had that awful thirty game losing streak. This is like when the process started. So this is like this is ten years ago. So I remember just sitting there and I'm sitting behind the bench and all I just kept hearing, you suck, Elton Brand, you suck. It's like, oh, okay, we get it. Like now the arena's quiet as shit. Somebody's shooting a free throw. You suck, Elton Brand, you suck. It's like, where the fuck is that coming from? Do you hear him say, you're that, <laughs> you're that nigga number 42 is ass, man. Get him off the team. I hear that shit coming. It was like, wow. Yeah, they be out of pocket. It's just like, okay, all right. Elton Brand sucks. Whatever. Was that necessary? It makes people who got you know what I mean. Like about theirs, I mean, I don't. I don't necessarily have a problem with heckling, like saying. You I, suck isn't that part saying, of the you game? Know what I, mean? like, I don't have a problem with yeah. that. But like racial slurs, yeah. putting your hands on players. But like that that one girl that came at LeBron's like, yeah, LeBron. Uh, how's it feel to be a pussy ass bitch? Oh, yeah, I remember that. You see yeah. that? I mean, even that, like, I don't have a Warriors problem with fan, that. By the way, but I don't. Even, I don't have a problem with that either. Like, it's mm. to me that's this trash. To me, that's trash talk. Yeah. Right. So, 
I don't have a problem with that. Like, like I said, but there's lines you cross. You don't right. disrespect somebody's family. Mm-hmm. You don't, you know, what I mean, you don't call anybody a, 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 any type of racial slur or anything right. like that. You know, what I mean, otherwise. But I don't mind like, you know, fans talking shit to the players. Like that's that's a part of the funny part story of the for experience. you. Funny story for you. Uh, when was this? I want to say this was. Remember the Sixers game when TJ McConnell hit the um, the buzzer beater against the Knicks? Yeah, yeah. We were at that. that game. It was uh when when Pooh had his uh guys night out. Okay. So we go, and Excuse we me. just happen to luck out and get seats on the lower level. So like, Mello would come down, Pooh yelling out, "Yo, what's up with Lala? I heard she tastes like Honey Nut Cheerios." Oh shit. So we sitting there, like I'm sitting there, like with my just covering my face, like <laughs> I know this nigga did not just say that. So he just kept saying it, like Yo, Mello, what's up with Lala? What's up with Lala? I heard she tastes like Honey Nut. It's like, oh my god. So everybody's like turning around looking at us. Like, <laughs> I felt him though, heckling, but it was just like, all right, you you coming at his wife, like that you know what I'm saying? The, you because know, of the KG situation. Yeah. Right. So that's why he said it. And I'm just like, why would you say that? God damn it. You know what I mean? But it, it was fun. But at the same time, that's that's just a line you can't really cross, in my right. opinion. I, I mean, I agree. I think it is a line you can't cross. Nah. Like I said, you talking about somebody's game. You know what I mean? Yeah. You, you talking about their career. Like, what? I mean, as long as it's in the confines of the game, I don't right. have, you can say whatever you want. I don't have a problem with it. See, like, if I was going to talk shit to Kyle Lowry, I'll just tell him to tuck in his belly. Because it seems like every play, he's always falling on his ass. Like, yo, tuck in your belly, nigga. I mean, but that's, that's just how he played, though. He played, he was like that. He played like that in high school. He was like that when he played for Doherty. Played like a North Philly nigga. Always flopping. I mean, ref, <laughs> ref. That's a North Philly nigga. You know, he, 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 he's <laughs> not. Stop. He's never been. He's never been an above the rim kind of player. So no. you got to get it how you get it. Yeah, like, I, he gets I guess. his. He gets his layups by he draws that contact. Like he mm. gets that contact, and then he, he kind of like like no, propels I, off. I've seen Kyle Lowry flop on defense. Oh no, I've, I mean yeah, like I, on well, some well, heavy Marcus Smart type. Yeah, shit. I'm about to say a lot of NBA players <laughs> flop. I mean he's leading the playoffs like right now in personal fouls. So of course, of course, but. pass the ball, boogie. Yo, did y'all see that uh, when you see us or when they see us? I've heard about it. I haven't watched it I yet. I don't want to watch it. Time. What is I, it about? It's so about it's the Central Park, the Central Park Five. Um, the boys that got wrongfully uh, convicted. Yeah. Um. Now everybody's telling me that I should watch it. All it's a must watch. It's a must see. I'm cool. It's a straight. It's like a documentary. No, it's it's like a um, a mini series. Yeah, it's like. Yeah. Oh, all right. Um, now, why don't you want to watch it? Because I'm tired of seeing movies about our struggle. Mm, good point, Chris. Nah. Like it's in, in in my opinion, it's beating a dead horse. Right. Like I mean, everybody's story is different. I get it, but at the end of the day, it's still the same story, thing. Right. Black man in America. Black man gets fucked over by the colonizers. Nothing else happens afterwards right so it's like when we watch these movies we we leave watching the movie pissed enraged or whatever and we want to find some way to retaliate right now i see i I saw the um the response that the movie gotten you know in regards to the um the congress no the prosecutor yeah 
you know, she she had to she got banished from a nonprofit she was a part of or something like that. That's all well and good, but I that's it. Like, right. where's um, when I when I watch movies, I like to be inspired. I like to be motivated, you know, into doing something that'll help change my life and the lives of others. Right. Especially when I watch documentaries, but it's like when it comes to a black film. It's always the same shit. Right. You know what I mean? If it's a documentary about our history, it's just about the shit that we went through. Like, a lot of these these documentaries that come out ain't nothing but a revamped version of the um, Keep Your Eyes on the Prize documentary. From, like, what's that? Like, the 70s or the 80s? When they talked about the whole civil rights movement? Uh, That's what all of this shit is about. But did that movie movie cause change? Did it affect anything? Are black people progressing in this country? So, I yeah, mean, some to are. a certain yeah, some are. Yeah. If you're not in entertainment, I mean, if, you, if, if you're not, if you're not or, in or I should say, are 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 most of the common black folk progressing in this country? I mean, I mean, shit. I work with a couple of black folks. They homie said he buying real estate, so he he doing okay. The most the average white person ain't really progressing. That's a that's a facade. Yeah, it's it's mm. it's like it's an illusion going on out here. Yeah, a big illusion. You yeah. know what I mean? They want you to like you just kind of made a good point. They want you to look at this, make it seem like you know it's still happening though. That and that's exactly what I was getting it, to because I, I mean cut you off, but I I just want to finish this this point out. Like with all these movies. It's the same response, right? Right. Of oh man, see see how they do us, but there's no solution. Right. There's no there's no plan that's being put together. And, and see, you that's, know what I'm saying? Or there's there's no huddle up like what Antoine talked about a couple weeks ago. Motherfuckers is too busy listening to this music that keep giving you the same energy for you not to do nothing. Hmm. And that's what I'm hoping that comes out of it mm-hmm. when it, stuff like this makes people uncomfortable because like it's nothing like. Nothing productive comes out of a moment of a space of comfort, comfort like where you're comfortable at. So mm-hmm. if it gets uncomfortable, it might have you thinking about actually looking at shit. I mean, but not everybody's gonna be like that though. But I, I see, I see what you're talking about. But that's every movie that talked about the black man's problem in America. Right. It's like, yeah, we look into something, and then we can easily get distracted from looking into finding a solution. We get distracted with some other news or some bullshit that happened that really causes us to kind of gossip and talk about and we lose sight on what we were trying to investigate right you know what i mean no one has the common knowledge you know like we just said earlier is is 200 to Mm 1 so when someone with that mindset looks at it they just turn the blind eye oh shit you see that did you see that documentary did you see that documentary that shit was crazy yo how the finals going that's, right. it, that's exactly how it goes exactly so it's just never going to be a solution but you got certain people out here that come up with a solution in their own way that's going to better themselves because when you talk to somebody to come up with with a solution most people don't want to hear that shit anyway bro how about right. that so it's like you gotta bet like i said you gotta better yourself to better the situation but you just gotta find like-minded individuals it's right. a lot of people yeah. out here man you just gotta find them and i'll tell you and it's not more so like not finding them because once you change how you think they find yeah, you once you put it out yeah. there it, it, come, it, comes, it, it to you. comes to yeah. you you know what i'm saying if, if you like, like a facebook ad but go ahead if you want to waste your time <laughs> you're gonna find people that want to sit around and waste waste more time with you right. if you want to get busy 
you're going to find people that's getting busy with you because you, you are in that mindset. You're giving off that energy. Mm. So, you know, if you want to come up with solutions, there's people coming up with solutions out here. Like, you know, I ain't going to hold you. It's a lot of people I follow on social media, but it'd be funny when they'll post something and then I love reading the comments. It's yeah. this dude I know Antoine put me on called Raspy Ross. Yo, shout, it, out, shout out to Raspy Ross, too, because he be putting me on, a, like, a lot of new shit. But go ahead. Yeah, and it's like, I, lo- I love listening to what he be talking about and reading this, reading what he be putting out. And he be having, like, paragraphs and shit, right? Yeah. So then I love going to the comments because it be people just throwing them under the bus on the comments. And mm. it's just like, you know, for once, it's just take heed to this shit because it's happening. Yeah. And maybe we can learn from something. But like I said, like, like you said earlier, everyone wants to be, like, this internet sensation. Not saying he does, but you know, he backing it up though. Yeah. With talk and action. So maybe That's if there's more people doing stuff like that, maybe we might have a solution. But everybody wanna be entertained. I mean, the way I see it is like, all right, we have movies about the black man's struggle. How about showing the black man in power? Without the criminal activity, yeah. I see. I think that'd be. A, I think that's because that's where we draw most. I mean, let's be real. That's where we draw most of our our inspiration from. Case in point, that's what drives our mm-hmm. community. Most part it is entertainment. Mm-hmm. I think that's why you don't get a lot of positive imagery from mm-hmm. our entertainment because and- that shit is just as. I think like a movie can be just as motivational as reading a book. Right. This is true. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it can be, ju- if not more, because, mm-hmm. you know, especially with our culture, we, we we retain information when we see it better. Like, yeah. The movement and stuff like that. We, we gravitate towards that even more so. Like Black Panther. Like, yeah, but look, see, that's a well, superhero. That, that's a superhero. But, not, at, but not, at the same time, I, I see what you're getting at. But at the same time, it still showed a black man in power. It showed a black family in some kind of power where they're ruling over something. You know, you know what I'm saying? You know, and look, and then it showed us in Civil War, mm-hmm. right? It was the, the yeah. Black Panther. That was, it yeah. was a Civil War. Yeah, that's true. And and who who saved the day? The white CIA agent who had no business being in the movie in the first place. Why was this he even? Like, why was his his role should have ended at the at the black arms deal? It, like he should have. That was it. It really should have. Not, he he should have saved him. him. You know what I'm saying? He like, should have saved him. I was like, you didn't even need to write that into no. the movie. You didn't need to write that into the movie. He was there at the arms deal. Clog, clog it away. Whatever. All right. Boom. No more. No more Agent Ross. Right. But he just I, had to I, be I, there. I, I gotta say this in my African voice. I think. That was a move by the colonizers that owned well, Marvel. Well, yeah, but I mean, that's that's movies. Period. You can't get like because I, I was you listening cannot have to, a hundred um, percent black movie without the white. I was listening to Don Cheadle on on the shop, uh, LeBron show. Oh, I gotta see the that shop, one. and he was talking about how because you know he did a movie where he played Miles Davis. Yeah, and he was yeah. talking about how it was so hard to get the movie done because they were asking like, so where you know where are you gonna write the white guy in at? Mm. You know what I'm saying? Like you can't. It's hard to get those movies done without having like even all right think even even like think a movie like Twelve Years a Slave. Okay. They still had to write in uh who did, I forgot who Brad Pitt played Brad Pitt played, but he basically I, I didn't see he Twelve Years a Slave. He was in Twelve Years a Slave. I forgot. I never the, saw because he played an actual person. He was so he was an abolitionist who was trying to um who was on the side of ending slavery. Okay. So like they still had to write in like that white hero role, the white right, man. right, the sacrifice, you know, just to satisfy. The, the who they believe the majority of the movie goers are anyway 
So it was like we need that, like, cause I, I like I, I watch I watch TV. I can't mm-hmm. you know what I mean I, I watch the I like TV. I watch TV mm-hmm. and like I when I watch the TV and I watch the advertisements commercials, it's hard to find like just overall positive black, black people. Yeah. yeah, and guess yeah. what? Like this is true. Have y'all noticed that there? I think we talked about this already months ago, but you brought up commercials, right? I've been noticing like the interracial. You'll see a yeah interracial commercials. You'll see a white man with any race of woman, Mm -hmm. Asian, black, uh, whatever. Yep, any Hispanic, Indian, all of that. You very rarely do you see a black man with a white woman or any. You'll never see that. And if you do see a and if you do see a black man, he's very light skinned. Right. Very. Very light skinned. Very. Like there's nobody like Malcolm's complexion, even my complexion. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like if it, and it, and then you always and I've been noticing this too. Like Matt said, there's always a black woman with a white man. Always. It is. It's crazy. Yep. I even seen. I was watching. You know, uh, I was looking for a little cartoon for the youngin. Right. Mm-hmm. It's like last month. So on Netflix, they got a show, like a cartoon. It's a, uh, about a young boy or a young girl. Like she like a musician or something. I forgot what it's called. But she got a white boyfriend. Mm. A little black girl running around with a white boyfriend. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Like it's hard to get like I'm thinking like other than like blackish. I'm trying to think mm. like of a a black family show. Is is uh right now? It's one on on Bounce TV called Family Time. All right, but it's all right, all right. Bounce TV. That's like a it's, uh, it's a black owned. Exactly. Channel. So I, all right, but I'm, 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 I'm happy that, that that's on there though. Yeah. Not, but I mean, just like and ma- the Aspire TV is on by Magic Johnson too. But go ahead. Your mainstream like TV, like you mm-hmm. know your ABC, your NBC, your CBS, CBS, your yeah. Fox. You know what I'm saying? Like you don't really see it. You don't. You don't you see don't it. No. And, and I think the last the last movie, and correct me if I'm wrong, but the last movie I remember watching that had nothing but, like, it was an all-black cast and they were all in positions of power, Boomerang. That's Oh, yeah, that came on yesterday. Well, I mean, yeah. it, it's or been today. more. Right, well, you think back to, like, when we were, like, teenagers, like, the brothers. It was a lot. The we wood, had, okay. We had the brothers. We had best the, man. Best man. Right. The wood don't um, count, huh? They wasn't really. Uh, no, nah, the yeah, wood count. The wood count. Right, that, right. right. that was a coming of age movie. Yeah, yeah. they were all, all successful right, black men by the time yeah. they grew up for the most part. Um, we had like we had that somewhat. Like we had that. We had like we said, best man, the wood. Mm-hmm. Two can play that game. Like you know, uh, yeah. Morris Chestnut was like a lawyer or some shit like that. Yep. And Viv- it, I forgot what Viv- they were could. both like uh, marketing. Yeah, something marketing like people. yeah, something yeah. like that. So we had we had that, and then it just seemed like it's just it's all going away now. Mm-hmm. It's like you don't see it at all, and it's like we don't have like when's the last time you've had like like they'll tell a story about some shit like mm-hmm. it happened, but like a a a a, 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 a movie set in now. With like a black doctor or a black lawyer or a black yeah even yeah I'm glad you just burned out that doctor thing not to cut you off that's what was who good concussion I was about to say because Will Smith but that's about like I said but that's yeah. like about somebody yeah. right saying, like just like just a like, fictional right a fictional, fictional character, black character fictional black character right. that you know are in in a or in a place of um success like or are successful how would you feel if they made a Game of Thrones 
set in Africa with African people. I would be I would be down for it. I would, I would watch it. I would love to see some shit like that. I would watch it. I would mm. definitely watch I would give it a try. Yeah. But like I said, there's a lot of shit about Game of Thrones that I didn't mind that they didn't have black pe- a lot of black people in it. Right. You know, with the rape, a lot of rape and incest and shit going on. I didn't mind not seeing black people interact. I mean, like because that. So, and that's what the, black that's what people Europeans don't normally do, interact like right. that. Exactly. I was about to say, yeah, exactly. That's yeah. What so like, do. When people would say it's no black people in Game of Thrones. I'm like, yo, that's a good thing. We don't right. like it's, it's very culturally. Um, and let's just be honest. If accurate. It, if it was a lot of black people, let's say there was an actual like black nation, they would have. We would have shown them getting fucking slaughtered anyway. Of course. You know what I mean? Of you, course. you know, I already know it. So I was cool with it. But just the way the show was, I'm like, I'm cool. I don't need to see black people in Game of Thrones. Let these yeah. let these white people act savage like this. I'm <laughs> right. real good. Like, yeah, this is how y'all really are. But I don't even really <laughs> no, want to talk about Game of Thrones anymore. Oh, uh, yeah, because they, they really fucked y'all they, over they, bad. Yeah, they, done, they definitely season. did. But Damn. we should have seen it coming with season seven. Once they Dude. once they went past the books, we should have seen it coming. Damn. Uh, yeah, I would love to see, like, that type of show. Yeah. Like, one of the Egyptian or Nubians. Or yeah, e- that's what I'm saying. Like, what if we had some shit, like, or if, we, if we're going to do historic time pieces, let's show ancient africa but you, and kemet but you know why you know what i'm saying you know why they won't show that or accurately show what happened in, during the 10 commandments right but and you know why you they know. won't show that <laughs> why? because that that messes with the lie that they're perpetuating of the, the creation mm. method where they come from a lot, of, a lot of white folks i had a conversation with a white boy the other day in a left drop yeah i mean he's from um damn i forgot some 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 um some crazy country and he's like racism doesn't exist it's mm. like he knows that white people are, are come from black people. You know what I mean? Seeing that the white folks, they know that. Mm-hmm. Outside of the United States, people know that. But it's yeah. something that they don't want to tell. You know what I mean? It's in plain as day. You look at nature and you see albinism. Talk about, you mm-hmm. know what I mean? And yeah, you see certain, like, you see, like, a albino dolphin or certain shit like that. You see the shit in nature, like, how they're pink. Yeah. I mean, it's just, like, put two and two together. I mean, but it's something that we've been lied to. A lot of people this don't like to believe that. It's, it's a pro... It, we program. Yeah, it's a we simple... literally program. It's a simple genetic... Um, a mutation but that's the reason why you won't see a lot of this stuff because that's the reason why they a lot of the our artifacts a lot of stuff are, is in museums because they were searching the world going on quest to try to discover where the white people came from wait so you so you mean to tell me <laughs> that these colonizers come from us yes that's, that's like our, they're, they're our sons how do they do that way <laughs> hey man I mean you know it, it's, it's it, just a that should be weird it's, it's, I was I, say like I, it's, in, it's in I stone thought, I thought they <laughs> like came it, from it, kids it's happening but like you said you go to other countries some other countries you know uh, like the, the Hidden Colors movie I forgot Ooh. which one they got it was coming out too but they, they, they was going to different countries and they were showing how in different countries they will always show the the lightest black person they can find but that was Hidden Colors too I remember that and but you'll find out that you know there are black Chinese, there are black Russians, there black are Australians, black Australians, yeah, and, and, well, and, uh, Tasmanian people that got mm-hmm. uh, the author of um, Three Musketeers. Um, he's black. He's yeah. black. Yeah, yeah. 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 See, we did talk about that a few weeks ago. Beethoven was yeah. Beethoven was black. Russia's Russia's Beethoven greatest. Was black? Wait, wait, yeah, wait. The, wait. The, the, name, the name Beethoven Bay. The name Bay. The name Bay. He was a, he was a, his mother was a Moor. Name was mm-hmm. Bay. Beethoven. Beethoven. And guess what? Wow. They 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 perpetuate. Cause I thought that he's white. That, yeah. Well, I mean, there's been um, there's been black popes. Yeah, I remember yeah, Saint, saying Saint that. John. Saint yeah. John is a black King. Um, King James is black. Nicholas the Ninth, I think. Yeah, black. Damn. So all right. So 
if, well, if I mean, y'all, the ancient if y'all know, Romans and shit were like black, yeah. Greeks. And I was gonna say if if, if y'all know offhand, and this is more so for me, name all the people that we thought or we grew up thinking that they were white, but they were really black. Mm. Well, we, like he just said, Beethoven, King James, Queen Charlotte, Abe Lincoln. Wow, Queen Charlotte was huh? he was black. Abe yeah, Lincoln. Abe Lincoln. Was, he, he, he was mixed. He was he was gay too. He was a part of law law. Cab- he lived in a log cabin. A log cabin is actually the the um the party for the gay um. Um, so this is this is where Lincoln Logs came from. Yeah, it's cold for it. No, it was gay. Log cabin. <laughs> Fucking okay. All right, Abe Lincoln. Yeah, yeah, even shit. even with even with just like food, sugar cane. You know what's funny? I was watching the commercial the other day, right? Vanilla is and black. It, you know oh, what's yeah. so funny? Look, 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 I was watching the commercial the other day. This is how they trick you. They was like, we got um, sugar cane coming from Madagascar. And it's, and, but they showed a sugar cane and it's black And it's just like yo this shit is black anyway It's anyway wow Alright so who else Um, oh, Sorry it was vanilla My bad y'all and Kobe, yeah. um, I'm trying to think who on top of my head Who else uh, Famous figure I think um, A lot of our founding fathers were I think they were mulatto so they were mixed mm. A lot of them were A lot of them were hmm. um, can, can we say Jesus well, you, you can say Jesus. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Okay. Cause, like, cause even I, with, I, I mean, the guy that we have that they show now looks a lot like Kenny Loggins. <laughs> <laughs> so that's why I just had to ask. I mean, if you want to put it like this, if if a person existed in that area at that time, then yeah, he wasn't. He didn't look like Kenny Loggins. Right. So I'll go that far. The, okay. people, the people from that area were right. browner, much browner. Smoke a bag of that. Right. So... Like with Mary being an underage pregnant teen, that's like that shows some some kind of parallel to today. I mean, but is that that's probably oh, just yeah, some made I mean, up? I mean, you could. Mary had Jesus when she was thirteen. Well, she was thirteen. Yeah, and yeah. it was an immaculate conception. Huh? Yeah, yeah. So that's see, all I'm saying. It's just yeah, the, the, the parallel. I don't subscribe. I don't subscribe. to that to that to that story. Oh, okay. I just just. It's a lot of it's a lot of you shit know. going on, man. They switch up, and I was asking Malcolm the other day, like, is there a real Bible? Mm. I mean, have you uh, heard of this? Biblioteca Otega, something like that. Biblioteca and everything. It, it's that's suppo- Spanish for library. I'm about dude. to say that's like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, that's yeah, Biblioteca. That's uh. Um, that's Spanish for library. <laughs> Oh, like, like that's like encyclopedias, so like Spanish encyclopedias and shit. Mm. You know they got rid of encyclopedias. That should tell you something. They got rid of encyclopedias too. Yeah, because of YouTube and Google. That's why they got rid of encyclopedias. Nah, the encyclopedias, the information. In Let him know, and way different. way different, bro. I, I, I for that. Oh, wow. different. My mom had. What, I'm about to say we had encyclopedias. The information in them Jones is way different. Yo, right. like, when I that's what my punishment was to read read the encyclopedia. encyclopedias and hooked on phonics. Nigga, I had to do that shit too. Yeah, and my your book report. I had to do the book of projects. I had to read it. Yeah, <laughs> so like, yeah, no, they they got rid of encyclopedias for a reason. Damn. Yeah, the information, the knowledge, and them Jones is way different. So, is the information and knowledge old, or is it like they took some shit from the encyclopedia? No, I wasn't. And made it to what it is today. No, nah, just discredited. It's, it's not old. The uh, information wasn't old. The information was factual. So it that's what all, I'm saying. They they took from the encyclopedia and changed it. It didn't just discredit it the ain't encyclopedia. Even taking it, it ain't even taking it and change it. They just like 
got rid of it. They don't. Mm. They didn't. They don't teach it anymore. Right. They don't accept Damn. it as fact anymore. Wow. You know what I mean, like you know, that's why if you got old encyclopedias, hold on to them. Yeah. For hold sure. Don't get rid of them. Damn. If you do, you can give them to me. I'll take them. Yeah, I know, right? Because my grandfather had Encyclopedia Britannica. Like I used to yep, look at them all the time. That's yes, why my grandmama got them drawings. Yeah. And what's in them books ain't in these dictionaries. Ain't, it's totally yeah, different. All changed. All changed. But just Dang, back to wild. people that, you know, we were talking about people that we originally didn't know were black, the American Indians. Right. Yeah. yeah. And, and and that's another misconception about slaves coming over from Africa. Like some of us were already here. Yeah, yeah. A lot of us were already majority, here. Uh, the vast here. majority, and, and it's we're like they here. want you to think a certain way so they can continue this this system that they're running. Mm-hmm. The common sense. I, I don't like the fact how people like you know. Like, Malcolm I looks the, Indian. I, I get the term uh, native. I get the term American, um, African American, and things like that. And it's like that puts in your mind that. Motherfuckers grew out of the fucking earth, that mm-hmm. landmass, Africa, and like, bam, you're African. When the landmass was all one, right. I mean, we all lived on one landmass. I mean, I can go another episode about where we came from, yeah. but that's we all lived on one landmass. He is not high. You know what I'm saying? At all. And it's like at all. I had a, it blows my mind how you got Dominicans and Haitians, mm-hmm. and they live on the same fucking island. Yeah, right. Yeah. But a line, imagine a line splits yeah. that shit up and it makes yeah. a different race and shit. And it, it blows my mind like how, you know, and it shows how, that shows how what you think mm-hmm. affects everything around you. It, it affects people's, how they how they act towards you, how you, it affects everything. How speak, they speak, you? Speaking yeah. of Dominican, I, I just want to say this real quick and I want to come back to what you were saying. But did y'all hear about the, uh, the couples that were dying at there's that hotel. Lot, yeah, a lot of shit yeah. going on down there with with uh, people at resorts and shit. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of I, shit going on. My uncle was down there a couple weeks ago, right? And you couple, know, just couple, yeah, was, you know, just vacation, whatever. And he was telling me about how like they they got on the um, the dune buggies or whatever, yeah. rolled through the city. Kids, were, you know, coming up to the side of the uh, of the dune buggy, running alongside, and because. They poor. They they need they money. They right. they need help, and it's just like yo. See, that's why I'm not fucking with that. Like them them type of uh, countries or resorts or whatever. Because I know it's a gang of motherfuckers that's in town that want to come to this resort and just clean no, shop. No, they man. waiting for you to leave the resort, bro. They mm. come in a territory. Yeah, this is true too. Done. Yeah, and I actually got a had a trip planned to go to Haiti, and my grandma's from Haiti. My girl want me to go to Haiti. I'm I mean, like, yeah, but in the back of my mind, I'm like, no. It's, it's, a, it's like a travel advisory <laughs> about yeah. that shit. So it's like it's not even if if you can go, yeah, but they go they, they, risk. they advise that you make some trips with your family before you leave. Right. You know what I mean, like, like seriously. I mean, damn. Yeah. Like when I went to Jamaica and we and you know we was out, it, we had a good time. But yeah, I, was, I went to Jamaica yeah, too. Yeah, Jamaica was, a little different though. Yeah, I have yet to leave the country. Nah, I mean it's it's it was motherfuckers out Jamaica stamps, ready to get I, you. Oh, get some yeah, but it's it's more of a I don't know it's more of a vibe thing because like I I remember going out in in this shit and it's like if you don't it's about it, I don't know it's, to me it's about how you carry yourself vibe yeah. picks up on vibe energy that, seeks energy. That's what I was gonna say about leaving the country and yeah. going because doing the Dominican wherever you going. Right, I mean, it's, it's definitely like, your vibe. Not it, saying that those people did anything or right. to deserve what happened to them. Just. No, they said it was like something in the air because they was having respiratory yeah, problems. Yeah, and, and if you don't believe it either, yeah, but it's just like how. And if your vibe is on point, you could pick up certain shit. Right, too. Yeah. And you know that's what I mean? how it is. You can read people. Yeah, like it's, definitely it's, read people. Yeah, we I read environments. And if yeah, you, yeah. If you going out there. 
you talking this Yankee shit, they gonna yeah. call you a Yankee. You guess yourself, what? You they gonna pass that? a message on and your ass is getting hit. Right. <sighs> you walking around like you balling and shit like that. I'm like, all right, you know what I mean? And you, you tend to forget you're in a third world. You're in a third world, yeah. but you're in a third world country. <laughs> Where was the Olympics the last time? Where was that at again? Brazil. Yo. Rio. Now, did y'all, re- did y'all remember when they had the Olympics? What was going on? They fucked. Yo, they, they, they about to tear that shit down. Yeah. Not only that, but when they had it, people that was coming to the city to watch the Olympics was getting robbed in broad daylight. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. People was running down on them, snatching their chains, snatching their phones. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what you get when you don't treat the people like that's the society. You want to bring some bullshit in there when society's already fucked up. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, you what not, you about to say in my bad? No, this cool boy. No, I was, oh. I was gonna say, you know, it was in Brazil and shit, and yeah, the way they displaced a lot of people to build a lot of them stadiums and shit that, that they're shit not using. Them, right, shit. that shit yeah. made them piss. Anybody hear what's going on in Sudan? No, I, I know you put some up about Sudan. What happened? Um, on the day of um, Eid, um, they were killing people. They were just like going around kidnapping and killing people oh, in Sudan. Yeah, you know I mean, throwing them in a river killing them like as massacring people and over 300 people got killed um and it wasn't on the news or nothing of course it wasn't and it was like a muslim they were kill, like killing muslims and i guess that's why as well it wasn't you know what i mean and speaking of the muslims i want to shout out to our our um uh, you know muslim brothers and sisters who just uh finished up ramadan mm-hmm. um just want to say peace to y'all I'm, I'm not muslim but you know i still want to show love and respect most and definitely <laughs> I know just saying that scares white people. So And and why <laughs> and, and why is that? Allahu Akbar? I, I go he's about to say what why is what? Why why is that like why do people like well I know why because I've been brainwashed, but so have so much fear of Muslims. Is it is it internal fear because they know what happened during the um the yes. Crusades and when the Moors was chopping off heads? Yes, and, 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 you know what I mean? Or is that's what the fear they fear that they're gonna be annihilated again? You know I mean no, or I mean they nine eleven. Yeah, you know, yeah. What or that? What we were, you know, the, the the what most people believe to be, you know, what happened on nine eleven. Right. right. Yeah. And then when you think about it, since nine eleven, even before that though, like every movie that's depicted terrorists have been Arab speaking. Right. Most 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 time it's Arab speaking people. So. Yep. And long kiss good night. They tell you. you know what I mean, like we're gonna blame it on the Arabs, the, the, yeah. the, the, the Muslims. Yep, right. Yep. They should tell you. Predict- I gotta programming. watch that movie again. Predictive programming. Yeah, that's shit. Yeah. They tell kiss you it's, night, it's that cosmic. I, that, that's I, I get. I get. Long kiss, good night, mixed with uh, the negotiator. Yeah, how the shit. fuck? Sam get, Jackson and both of them. How, exactly. But how do you get them two movies mixed up? He just said it. Can't. I, Sam he Jackson just is, said it. Sam Jackson plays two different roles, but like he completely just said different it. than that job. Yeah, he really does. Though. Like, he does, but. Samuel Jackson is in both of them, so that's why I got them confused. You can't get that movie confused, bro. Not with her. I did. Was that uh, Charlie, Charlie Theron? Charlie Theron. She running around. She sexy. No, no, no. That's not Charlie. And what? Long Kiss Goodnight? Yeah, who was that? That's Gina Davis. Yeah, Gina Davis, boy. She was yeah, You talking right. about me getting the movies fucked up. Hey, man. <laughs> yeah, that's Gina Davis. This that's not uh, Charlie Theron. But on that note, we're going to take a quick break and uh, just come back and talk some more shit. So this is No Vaseline Podcast, only on WJMS Radio. We'll be back.
And it's the No Vaseline Podcast, a podcast that gives you the raw truth, even if it hurts live from two and five. It's me, cool guy, P, in the house we got. In the house we got. Sober as a motherfucker. In the house we got. Man, you know what? 
it's good to see you this way, man. No, you're I, very engaged. I feel, I feel good. I feel good. You know, you you're not uh just falling back and not talking on the microphone <laughs> and just taking pictures and you know. He's actually facilitating the conversation. Yeah. Hey, I fuck with it, man. That's what's up, brother. It's, it's, it's all up from here, my nigga. But um, so we we was talking, you know, off air about um, you know, when we come back, it's just like it's, it's been a while for us, you know, back on air. It's like, what should we talk about? So Malcolm brought up the good idea of just some, you know, we give out some tips and some um some some possible solutions for people who want to start their own business. Um. I start off with me like I um, I've had a few businesses growing up and it was something that my mom taught me she was just like look wear as many hats as you can mm-hmm, yep. you know um, I detailed cars before I had my license detailed cars I airbrushed t-shirts and clothes in high school what else made CDs I used to make my own Kool-Aid and sell it shit we like well my high school class, we was like a mini 52nd <clears throat> Street. Okay. Seriously, because it was like everybody in my class, or damn near everybody in my class, had some kind of hustle. Right. You know, hey. shit. Well, me and my homies, like we still we got jobs at like the um like some of the fast food. Like I was working at Wendy's. My other homies working at um McDonald's. One was working at Subway. So it was like we would come to school with leftover food and hustle it. Like I always had the spicy. The, uh, hey, you went to no, spicy motivation, chicken. right? Yeah. Uh, just, just want to make sure. Shout oh out yeah. Motivation. Shout out Barsha Motivation. Shout, shout out Barsha Motivation. Uh, class of sixty. All day. Class of <laughs> two in this bitch. 06. But anyway, so um, yeah, like I will I will come through with the the spicy chicken sandwiches. My homie would like my, my homie. He would steal boxes of fucking McGriddles. Bring them shits to school Ooh. and be like, yo, I got McGriddles two for five. Two for five. Bro, let me tell you what I, what I used to sell in pepper, bro. Oh, you, shit. You ain't gonna believe what I used to sell in pepper. Pe- pepper's our middle school, but go ahead. First of all, my mom used to work at the health clinic, so she did get condoms for free. Hilarious. I was selling, I, could, I was selling condoms in my in my class. Promoting underage fucking. Nigga, we was fucking regardless. I mean, <laughs> it, was, it was going to go down. I mean, niggas lived right across from Pepper. It was going to fuck down. Um, oh, we just had to be safe. And, then, you know, we, we, we in health class on a sex education. So I'm like, yo, I got these condoms. Wait, like, hey, you know what I'm saying? Malcolm was really in school. And if you want the Pepper with me, you, marketing. you can vouch for this. Underage sex. You can also vouch for the fact. I was selling, you know. I, it was, Underage safe sex at that. I was selling health. I was, I was promoting health as well. I, I was selling these little vitamin C tablets <laughs> for 25 yeah. cents. This nigga was selling drugs. And niggas thought, because I, I was just bringing, because I used to always <laughs> take vitamins and shit like that. Yeah. So one day I had it in school. And I'm home. He's like, yo, can let me try that. He's like, yo, these take like sweet tarts and shit. Like, you can Hilarious. sell these shit. So I'm like, idea came to mind. Like, this hmm. nigga was selling ecstasy in middle school. Listen, nigga, I, I, I went. I was I was nominated by my church as a young as a as a as a teenager to go uh, down to um, Disney World um, for the Kid Panero, um tournament, Black Enterprise. Oh, nice. So I've always been on my on my entrepreneurial shit. You know, nice. As a, okay. As a kid, you know what I mean? Like, right. Before I could work, I was going to Willow Avenue and I was helping rehab homes. With my old head. Oh I was shit. Just going in and got them shits out before I can have Damn. a job. You know what I mean. But it, it's so many things you could do, and I highly suggest that you find something that anything, just anything that you, you can use your mind to find a way to make money off the thing that you enjoy. Yeah, for sure. You know what I mean, for you can sure. Do that. You know what I mean, like, like the shit that you can do for free, you can make a living out of it. Right. Um, 
Case in point with me. I used to draw. Well, I still do. Right. Yeah. Draw, but I would do it for free. Then me drawing turned into me doing graphic design. Me doing graphic design turned into me doing photography. Mm -hmm. And now, granted, I went to school for animation. So you you think in my school we're just getting taught how to draw and make cartoons? Right. No, like the animation major was it, it encompassed everything. Like all the majors at the art institute. We took it all in animation, fashion, uh, videography, photography, like the whole gambit. We we was taught. So, you know, a lot of a lot of my my peers, you know, they graduated with the expectation of getting an animation job somewhere, some studio. Right. I'm like me. I had that expectation as well, but also I think just because of the Philly in me, I, was, I knew how to hustle. Right. So I'm like, you know what? I'm going to take everything that I was taught and I'll just create a business out of it. Right. Like, since I was taught this, I know how to do it. So I know how to do photography. I know how to do graphic design, videography, web design, uh, 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 shooting videos, videography, all of that. Since I was taught it, I'm going to do it. You know, I'm going to. Yeah, I'm in forty thousand dollars worth of debt, but I'm not going to stay there hoping for an animation job. What's that, I'm gonna from take school. Yeah, from yeah. So instead of me just like being stuck like fuck waiting for an animation job to come through, no, right. I'm gonna create my own opportunities. I was taught a lot of skills, so why not implement these skills and make some money off of it? Right. So and, and also, I believe that if you have to, I'm not say if you have to, but when finding a job, use it to your benefit. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? It's use every situation to your benefit honestly but when you get a job like see for example i used to work at home depot in a home depot they taught me how to do floor and wall they taught mm -hmm. me painting they taught me building materials all this stuff so you know how to become a contractor i could do all that shit on so my you own come on, you can go over to the crib right now and put a floor down yep, grouch your shit down and floor um the uh, floor down he said grouch so you know he legit then they taught me that so i i use that so like all right bet i can work this job let's <laughs> go Fucked up. <laughs> Say no. Go ahead. I'm listening. I, 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 did, I did my mom floors. Yeah, I'm cracking the money. What the wood floors? This is immaculate. You did all. You did the whole downstairs. Not the, not the wood floor. The um the the mar the the um ceramic and the um the uh, marble on the uh, the countertop. Oh, all right. Well, hot damn. The but, ceramic ain't that like a. Go ahead. I'm gonna stop cutting you off. Go ahead, cuz I'm just fucking around. What was what? Go ahead. Girl, I'm listening. Uh, Go I ahead, think Matt's high this time, are you? Nah, I ain't, I ain't high. Oh, you just sleepy. I'm tired, nigga. Like, I'm like Antoine. <laughs> I've been working, cuz. Like, that, that, that turns one job into I'm two. hungry. I'm looking at him. I'm hungry to the mother. Yeah, that, that rice <laughs> look good as shit. And I ain't even a rice fan, but go ahead. But if you're a hustler, that turns one job into two or one Absolutely. job into three. Yes, it do. Got, you got three streams of income. I'm, I'm working. I'm going to Home Depot, but on my days off, you know, if you need painting done, I can paint your crib. Mm -hmm. I mean, oh. if you need tile in your your bathroom done, I can do, knock that out for you. Right. And I mean, also, I was a photographer, so I decided to get a part time job at Target. Mm -hmm. and I mean, and working in their studio. And I mean, so I could and kind of find out I wasn't supposed to be doing that. But fuck it. You know I mean, you know I mean, <laughs> fuck it. But um, right. I, I got their information and used it to apply to my business. You know I mean, as far as lighting, as far as technique, even as far as interacting with children when doing chi children shoots, you know I mean, yeah. learn how to interact with kids better. See, I haven't done that yet. You know I mean, and and this like I just humbled myself and I was like, they didn't know I had my own business. You know what I mean, mm -hmm. I just went in there and did my thing and came in there. You know what I mean, and I just recently tried to do the same thing, but they said I was overly qualified when I showed my portfolio. Of they course, like, no, they not. Yeah, you know I mean, of course, but. And I'm sorry, just to cut you off real quick, but that's probably the most discouraging thing. 
to hear mm-hmm. is that you're overqualified right. for a job. Yeah. Like going to a going to an interview, they see your resume. Like I went into one interview, they saw my resume and they was just like, Look, we appreciate you applying for this job, but to be honest with you, we can't afford you. Right. And it was just like, damn, like here I am broke as shit. And I go for a job that apparently I'm too good for. Yep. I'm like, I don't care about that. I need money. Right. Like, I got bills. For real. You know what I'm saying? I'm sorry, but we, we're just looking for somebody who's entry level yeah. and you're mid to senior, so sorry. Yeah, they're, they're afraid their return rate is going to go up because you're going to, once you get up back on your feet, you know what I mean? I'm going to be like, yo, out of here. I need that bag, pimp. You know I mean, they're looking for people, that, they're looking for people that's going to stay with the job who have no sight. Uh, above mm-hmm. water who don't want to move forward in life they want to they're yep. comfortable staying in that 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 same cycle and that's all it I is mean, they, you know what i mean and i i realized that working jobs like it's it's like i i i work for other i don't mind work for other people but i don't want to be most of the time that's what i'm doing absolutely i don't, I don't want that because i realize me working for other jobs and knowing what i do outside the job and then you go to the job and it's like people they let positions dictate how they're going to tr- treat you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And me, yep. me running my own shit, I move a certain type of way. So when I go to the job and now somebody's above me, they're talking to me a certain type of way. It's not my pride or my ego. Right. It's just I see something. They're they're acting a little different. Yeah. You know I mean? And that's one thing I don't I don't like about that. And I, I remember recently having a turn like I'm like I straight told the boy like, look, you know, I'm out to lead the interview now because I'm not going I'm not going to be working here. Right. I'm mean, for real. Just how things work. I don't like. I'm just not I don't like doing that And I know I have confidence in myself mm-hmm. And faith in myself Knowing that I can find Something better out there Right and I mean, Even if I have to go Another week without a job I'm like, I have confidence like, I'm gonna get it how I, I need to get it Yeah And, then, and I, I tell you man um, is, is no greater feeling When It's <clears> like you've been scrapping And then you find that one you know what I mean, or you, you not necessarily you find that one job, but you found that one situation that could put you in a very good, or I'll say even a comfortable financial position where you've been scrapping, or you, you found something that that can get you back on your feet. You know what I mean? This is no, it's no greater feeling like that because I, you know, bring it back to myself when I was living in L.A. It was like out there for six months scrapping grinding trying to find something doing graphics for people and even for like pennies on a dollar but it's like you know what i'd rather do this now because i know if i'm not getting paid i'm building equity in something or this is just my experience to just help me get to the next level so i'll take it and you're building character yeah absolutely a lot of people don't ignore the fact that those hard times that they go through Life is like a pendulum. Nothing, nothing, yes, it you never is. want to stay in one position. Mm-hmm. So that time when a pendulum slings, you're 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 down. Yeah. That's preparing for the time that you're gonna be up. Absolutely. That helps build character. So when you're up, you appreciate certain shit. This is you know true. What I mean, and like for example, I started a job. Like job Matt got me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, it's we're working at the produce processing plant overnight. See, so, I mean, it, it pays good. I mean, it's it's it's. It's not the work I'm used to because a lot of, it's a lot of like movement and I haven't been mm. did a so job it's like a lot that of recently. Blue collar work. Right. Yeah. You know I mean, and it's actually. I, the things I take from it, I need to work out more because I just get, recently gained weight. Mm-hmm. So I'll take that as like, boom, that's exercise for me. And also, number two, it helps me learn more about produce and that whole system because yeah. that's something I want to get in as far as like I, I grow, mm-hmm. I grow all types of fruits and vegetables. So that I'm looking into having my own thing in the future where I can 
provide fruits and vegetables to you know certain communities our communities so i'm building urban I, I, farming exactly and i'm putting in that that urban that, agriculture I'm, I'm putting in that you know what i'm saying i'm a fly on the wall right now i'm doing my own thing when it comes to that for that job and i mean so there's always a method to the, always gotta be a method to your madness this is true and like that's one of the things that i learned you know and this is just business in general it's like you don't come into a place thinking that you know it all right exactly like Every every job or every position I've been in, I always came in like you know people. Oh, Chris, you know what you know what to do this that and the third. But it's like all right, cool, yeah. I know what I need to do. Right. But as far as everything else, I'm still a student. Yeah, and they keep you in. They try to keep you in you know that box. I'll I'll stay a student for as long as I can. But I'd rather take that position because I don't want to come into come into a place where it's like I know it all. Right. You know, where they looking at? I, I don't mind people looking at me for the answers if I know it, but most of the time it's just like, all right, I'd rather just fall back, learn, learn the operation, learn the whole operation, then I'll be able to find a way to get myself in right. and just get in where I fit in. Exactly. And shoot, it's, it's it's been helping. And like when it comes to you know another another tip on starting your own business, when it comes to like one particular aspect of what you like to do don't be afraid to learn everything else because if you learn everything else you can do everything else and you become more expendable exactly that's and, what it ir- is. and irreplaceable exactly so asset. yeah because a lot of people complain about what they're getting paid or you gotta be, you gotta cover more reliable source to the job what can you do yeah some people just want to do this that's what, what i was saying earlier how the homie came and picked me up and he was like, "Look, bro, you trying to work? You trying to work tonight?" I'm like, "Yeah." Mm-hmm. Next thing you know, I'm I'm working there now. Cause when I came in there, I made the other bulls that was there. It was two other guys there. They was older, mm-hmm. but the way I was working, he didn't need the old way to say, "Look, I don't need y'all two to come back." Mm-hmm. Um, this is what Jamie was telling me. He was like that. Uh, the, the boss was like, he he told him he ain't even no more because when you came in, you kind of outshined him. Yeah, and I can vouch wow. for that. Matt, Matt back there, like he run that. You would if you were back in the, where we work at, you would think Matt run that whole back section. Oh wow! Yeah, I mean, you got them because I got that shit on lock. Yeah. It's like so. What happened was when I when he, when Jamie came and got me, and I was working with him by just paying attention. You know, all I was, I was just oh, set the parsnips over here, they put the bag of carrots over there. But right. now it's like I'm looking at the man. I, now I'm working the sheet, and I went from working the sheet to understanding all that. I know what certain vegetables are. I know what's. I, I know it all now. Not yeah. all of it, but ninety percent of this shit. Yeah, for and, sure. and that separates a, 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 a person from just doing. You know, what I mean, that overnight job to learning, understanding produce and shipping and receiving and the whole process. Mm-hmm. So you can take that and apply it to someplace else. Right. Just like how I got the other job. And it was so funny when I was uh when I got laid off, I was looking for another gig in there and I went to a couple different stores. Mm-hmm. And there's one guy was gonna hire me, he came right up to me and was like, Yeah, my grandson said he always see you. <laughs> so it's right. like, you know, I I seen that uh the dude got he stopped working and he got uh he had to shut his business down. He said, You looking for a job? I'm like, Yeah. Mm-hmm. But what happened was the reason why I didn't go to that place is because um the dude they was gonna let go went and got the union reps and I guess the you gotta get fired or get uh God damn. When the union's involved, you know, you gotta um it, it's a process. Right. 
so they say he actually got his job saved so i couldn't get in there so i ended up going to this other place and i got right in there nice um and by me just knowing this and knowing that it was real easy real easy for me to cope and get right in there yeah and and it's so crazy because um in that place is like th- th- that place is cool not the not the actual job but the whole facility it's some shit it's it's just like it's you take the good with the bad yeah um we like talking about racist shit earlier right how mm-hmm. racism is whatever but the motherfuckers in there it's like you can't take shit personal you just gotta get your money and get the fuck out because right. if you take start taking shit personal it's gonna affect your work it's gonna affect your work it's gonna affect who you meeting because i think that's just in life in general yeah like yeah that's what i'm saying yeah. so you gotta really just like don't even pay attention to that shit because it's, it's going to happen but just don't it, it's going to happen to you like the other day i had a motherfucker come in there and tell me yo get them onions down <laughs> and you know i got like a funny personality so i look <laughs> back at the homie like yo, was he talking to you like <laughs> motherfuckers like no and he seen me looking around so he's like oh we got one i got i guess in his head the guy the white boy was like oh i got one like the, the dickhead that want to play around with me so i'm gonna i'm gonna make him know i'm talking to him which is me so he was like, nah, he said, like, what you looking around for? I'm talking to you. You to help. Right. Bro, shit, he said this shit to me. Wow. I was like, well, look, so I, I kind of looked at this dude. He old as shit. You know what I'm saying? So I was like, well, um, I don't know you. So I ain't touching none of that. And I was like, I can get fired. I'm just playing the court. He's like, well, look, I know your boss. And if your boss come here, I'm going to tell your boss to get him down. So I'm like, where to go? My boss right there. Why don't you tell him, hey, John, come over here. He want to say something to you. So he boarders get real crazy, like, oh well, <laughs> um, John, I was telling this the help to get these motherfucking onions down. This is what he's saying to my boss. This is white boy? Yeah, white boy. So I just got on the jack and I got the fuck out of there because I wasn't getting them onions down, bro. So <laughs> when I got back, I come back in there and they laughing because the onions is going. I was like, yeah, because I wasn't getting the motherfucking onions, onions down the way he was talking to me about them yeah. drinks. So th- this is my boss say. My boss was like, listen, you know what I tell my wife when I go home? She say, honey, what did you do today at work? You know what I tell my wife? I say, what? I suck cock. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yo, I started cracking up because he said, Matt, you got to learn one thing down here. You know, and when you in the store and we can, they call it busting each other's balls, I yeah, guess. Yeah. So we, can, we can do that with each other, but some of these old folks are stuck in their way. So you just... They can bust your balls, but don't even worry about busting theirs. Just go with the flow. And I'm just like, all right. But, you know, I ain't, though. Yeah. I yeah. And I was just like. To me, that just sound like he just said, yeah, they going to give you shit. You just got to take it. Yeah. So, it. Yeah. And so, look. So, I go and say, well, I said, well, you know, I wasn't raised like that. I just, I'm I'm just going to, just, he can get his own shit down if he want to talk like that. And he was like, yeah, because you left, right? I was like, yeah. He said, the onions was going when you got back, right? I was like, yeah. He said, problem solved. <laughs> <laughs> so right right there, it's like, okay, the owner boy, which is my boss too, you know, it's, it's two guys in there. He's cool. He's actually a really good guy. You know mm. what I'm saying? But it's just like he had to tell me, like, I'm really just in an environment where it's just, it's just, it's, it is what it is. Yeah. And you know he's a Jewish guy. Yeah. So um, and it's funny how white people fucking retarded. <laughs> they are, yeah, yo. Because no like I I gotta say this because it, they really view black folks as like just something that's inferior? we're all yeah we're all inferior we're all human though right but they really just yeah you're you're not as good as me because you're black like bro what that's the fuck fair. are you talking about you just asked me <laughs> to get your motherfucking things down because you can't work the lift. <laughs> so how you better than me 
right. it's crazy. It's like right. they got this whole shit it's fucked like, the up. The way the human brain works, you can convince yourself shit after a while. Yo, you believe it's, it's true, it, it, and that's it, what they do. Yo, and it, it's so funny because down there is is like I, I talked about this before, but it's really not a lot of black folks coming in there with a mom and pop store buying shit. Right. It's more, um, well, when I say black, I mean like African American. You got right. Africans and Nigerians coming down there, right? But it's just like the it's, it, the mindset down there is just like I said it before. Like you can bust people's balls. Like the woman came in there and they was giving her shit, but they know her. Mm, this right. is what she do, right? And guess what? She pulled out a whack and she bought some shit and got the fuck out of there. But it's just like. You you gotta take the good with the bad. You can't get caught up in this shit. Once you let yourself, once you let the emotion take over, right? You get taken over, this and you true. and you go on a ride. But you know what? I'm I'm glad you said that that last point because I feel like that's the state of our people. Yeah, is it's, it's funny. I'm I'm bringing everything back to our people, um, because and I I've said this before how we're fickle we're really fickle and we're too emotional and this is i think this is why i don't want to watch that movie that right. when they see us mm-hmm. because i know it's going to piss me off but i know nothing is going to happen afterwards right. so what everybody's saying yeah this is a must see and all of that stuff yeah that's cool but i feel like that's where the emotion is everybody wants everybody wants everybody to see this this series just so they can feel how everybody else feels. No, not for me. Right. You know what I mean? And w- with what you said, it's just like that's that's just how we are. We're we're emotional and we're looking to um what's the word I'm looking for? Retaliate rather than like respond. Reactionary. Yeah, we we we're we're taught to Look, react rather than to respond. You ready to go and punch on somebody and you ain't even gonna make it back to the crib, right? Now. And what do they tell you? you never, <laughs> my you, point exactly. You never make a decision when off off um, emotion, off emotion. Yeah, mm-hmm. you gotta be able, like we we have to start thinking logically. We have to start thinking with reason, and we have to start thinking slower. Right. When I say slower, I mean thinking stuff for later on down the line rather than right now exactly you know exactly. So. man listen uh and yeah. that's and and like y'all talking about running the business or just getting to that you got to think like that you have you have to you have to play chess people thinking about now and like you'll watch something like that and like i said you you ready to go out you get all emotional you ready to go hit on some a beat on somebody but now you about to be the next victim because you was thinking on some emotional shit not mm-hmm. thinking of a strategy but I think that's is what why they put it out there anyway. It's a true story, of course. Yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's probably happening right now. And and Pete and you know, for the record, piece of those brothers who who went through that. I, I don't know their names, um, but I just you know want to just extend my peace to them. I know they got vindicated for what happened to them and all of that. And, you know, in the story, yeah, I, I'm is is dope that this story is 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 being brought to light again. Right. And through you know Ava DuVernay's lens is. It, it's dope. Uh, I commend her for that. I'm just not watching. How long ago did this happen again? This happened back in '89. So why is it getting brought back up 89? right now? Because of Trump. Uh, a lot of different. Yeah, shit. because a lot. I mean, because of Trump. No, Trump. Trump had his like his own like personal remarks about them. Yeah. And what happened to and what happened. He gave. To him he gave. Mo- he gave money. He gave money for that. To who? To, to um, prosecute him and all that. To make sure it went through. What? 
you give money to like because last thing i heard it was a newspaper he said art, it, that, was a, it was a newspaper said article. that they were a disgrace yeah it was a newspaper article and he put he funded a newspaper article of, of pretty much stating what they should do to these black these oh, black God. boys He's a fucking joke. So it's just like yeah, you know, and, and that's that's my thing with, with the him. president of the United States. I mean, it, it's it, a his president joke. started yeah. off the as apprentice. it started off as a joke, and he did it. Yeah, you know I mean, for pop, to get popularity, it's like just, let let me see if this shit can really happen. Right. Yeah. And, and it, sure it, enough, it did. Mm-hmm. So um, you been played too. Yeah, it's just all about your mindset. Like, are you gonna are you gonna get you gonna look at this video and get all mad, or are you gonna sit down and really be like, you know what, I'm gonna put myself in the situation, and maybe and hopefully the people around me in the situation, the lead and to show them that we can, we won't be in a situation like this. But how can you not when the system is against you anyway, right? Right. Because right. they were innocent, they didn't do it, they didn't do it. So just like now, we can go out right now, we run down the street, and we can get pulled over, and motherfucker, like, yo. You just robbed somebody, you just killed somebody, we taking y'all to jail. How about it? Well, they, got, they, they got coerced into confessions. You know what I mean? So, mm. and one thing you can take from watching it is how to deal with the police or if you have children. Because I tell my kids, I don't care what they tell you, right. don't tell them anything. Mm-hmm. So if cops ever stop you and accuse you of something, I say, you don't say shit, but I want, it to, I want my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. That's it, cause they, they cops don't have the right to question you if you're under 18. Can't question. Oh wow! Can cops cannot question a minor without the parents' yep. consent? Without the parents' consent. Damn. So they they was they was how old were they? So one of them was like as young as like 13, 13, oh, 15. Like, it was like between like you know what I mean? Yeah, it was. It wasn't another I guy. Watched it. I've heard I've heard the story before, but I, I haven't yeah. watched the documentary. Wasn't a guy named like Khalif? Brown or Broner? Browder. That was Browder. that was a different that was story. Story. It's a different dude. Uh, yeah. but wasn't it kind of? Wasn't he wrongfully accused? He too? was like hell. Yeah. Like he committed suicide. And he committed suicide when he got out, right? Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Hey man. What happened to him inside? Yeah. Crazy. But yeah, so I mean, that's one thing. Cause I mean, I said I'm not gonna watch it, but I, I'm, I'm just somebody that. I gotta take things in for myself. I don't yeah. like other people telling me yeah. what it is. Yeah, right. you'll get around to it. Let me see it for myself. So. Yeah, and I just know for me, I already know how it's going to make me feel. I mean, it's going to make me feel the same way it's going to make you feel. Mm-hmm. And I, I, for me, and my where where my mental is and where my emotions are, I can't watch. That. See, sometimes I do that on purpose. Like, I watch shit like that just, so I can like process that emotion mm. because when si- situations like that do come about you don't want to be emotional right you want to you want to be able to think with a clear head so <laughs> I can smoke a bag of that yeah do that emotion real quick understand what it feels well not what it feels like for them but just kind of understand kind of get a feel for what they went through yeah for sure and i you know move on with the emotion mm-hmm. I, I got a question for y'all um it's a little off topic but what do y'all think about as far as black men going to therapy it's it's, it's needed it's much needed we don't, we don't needed. go to therapy enough i learned that from definitely having a conversation enough. with my uncle about it because okay. he went through it and then i was talking to him about it because i felt like i needed it Right. He's like, look, 
even if you you feel like you don't need it, you need it. Right. So just just go. You know what I mean? And I found out my health insurance covers it. So it the fucked up part was when I reached out to the place where I'm supposed to go. Damn, I'm supposed uh, I reached out to the place where I'm supposed to go for to get therapy, and the lady was acting like some kind of gatekeeper. I called, it was probably like quarter to five. Right. I'm like, hey, you know, I was told I can call this number just to, you know, can you point me in the in the direction of some therapist who could possibly take me on? Oh, it's almost five o'clock. You can't you ain't gonna be able to get to anybody by now. I'm like, I, I know that. But can you just give me like a list of names of people I can contact come Monday? So this way I can get some kind of therapy. Right. Oh, you know it's almost five o'clock. Everybody, you know what? Uh, okay, <laughs> I'll, I'll wait till Monday. I about to say, that was her way of saying, "Yo, get the fuck off this phone," because I'm trying to go home. So right. this is my <laughs> so this is my thing. What if I wanted to kill myself at four forty five that day when I called? If you had said that, and they didn't do anything, they would no. They, they would just told me to call the cops. Huh? Nah, like, she, I, she, that that call was being recorded, so she would have had she, to react. Yeah, she's like. She's obligated to do something if you if you was said if you had to say something like that. Yeah, but just the way she sounded, it was. No, like, I mean, yeah, it was definitely. I, that, I, would, I would have been done. For it was definitely you know that I mean? last call of the day. Yeah, done. you know, what I mean, I'm trying to get out of here. Like, I hope the phone don't ring. Shit, the phone rang. Yeah, it was and that. I mean, I, I get that, but at the same time, if you're still working, you're still required to get. Yeah, some I kind mean, of you serve. Yeah, no, I agree. I you definitely. Know what I mean, I understand people are human and all of that jazz, but, but no, nah, absolutely, we need therapy. We need more Hell therapy. Yeah. Yeah. I would agree. We I, definitely need more therapy. I think what we should do is like even in a circle of like friends is that like we need to find somebody we need to designate somebody because in the biggest black community the biggest issue is like people don't put their business out there mm-hmm. you know what i mean so the, I'm, I'm suggesting like we just in a circle of friends just you know find somebody that you're going to designate to like look you're going to everything we tell you is going to be confidential mm-hmm. i mean because a lot of times brother we just need somebody to talk to that's it we need to get the shit out majority that, of times all we need is get the shit the fuck out you that know what i mean it. and shit's weighing on us and affecting us in many ways and um because also with going to a therapy, if you go and say you're depressed, going to a therapy, once you go to a therapist, it comes up on your record when you try to apply for a gun license. So that, that, that kind of actually deters a lot of brothers. And I mean, because. Well, so this is what you do. You get your gun license first, then right. go to therapy. Yeah, but, but, but as well, <laughs> but, but I'm saying, if, if you don't want to do that, just find somebody that you want to talk, that, that you're comfortable talking to. Yeah. Communication is key. Yeah. You know I mean, especially in the age we're living in now with social media, where we're, it's a false sense of communication. Mm-hmm. Just. That basic human interaction can cure a lot of shit. That's it. You know what I mean? So that's just something I just want to bring up because recently I was having a talk with my old heads, and that's something we talked about. Mm. It's pretty much he was starting his own business where he's he goes off the books and he goes around talking to people. Mm. I'm not going to tell your business, but if you need to talk to somebody, sometimes you need somebody that's going to give you keep it to you, give it to you real. You know what I mean? And outside of your circle, dog. Listen, that objective source. Yeah. Listen, I I'll put this out there. So. I reached out. I, I, I gotta, I gotta really tread lightly when I say this. So, like, I reached out to um, Dr. Mark Goldstein. Okay. Um, to see if he can take me on as a client. This was after I then called the Philly offices and they gave me the bullshit. Right. Like, you know what? I'm gonna go to somebody that I know who knows me. Right. Fucked up part about it is he's retired. <laughs> so I'm like, shit. Yeah. But um, he was just like, well, just you know. Go to, um, you know, go to where. The, I think he said just like go go online to see 
if they can if if you can take somebody that's like out of state you know a part of your insurance and if they give you a list tell me the list and i can recommend who's good for you right all right cool um i didn't do that yet but i ended up getting a call from zo and zo saved my life wow um because when i reached out to uh dr mark goulson i you know pretty much told him that i've been battling with depression for three years right and within this past year i've been really contemplating suicide this year this year oh man um and this is why like when you see me a lot of times i'm i'm laughing because i need that right but um zoe called me and when zoe called me you know i told him told him how i was feeling and you know and what he really what he gave me was just a swift kick in the ass because i needed that right and he just changed my perspective on a lot of things so you know one of the things he he pretty much ex- explained to me when I, when it came to that me thinking about suicide he was like yo think about your little sister mm. that's when it hit me yeah because he he was like yo imagine what life would be like for her if she don't have her big brother around right yeah instant wake up call mm-hmm. so like oh shit okay how about that okay all right cool you know what you're right right you know what i'm saying and it helped it helped me because it made me look at my situation like yo what you're going through is really not that bad it's just your mind thinking is your mind is making it yes. worse than what it is exactly and it really just changed my perspective on life right and one of the things that i learned was you really got to control your mind because if you don't your mind will control the shit out of you listen this past hospitalization recently like i was going through it like mm-hmm. when i i i i was talking to my brother like like yo like like i really had to talk to a therapist yeah because i was questioning so much shit like a lot of people don't know like i suffer kidney failure so mm-hmm. right now i have to and i don't tell a lot of people this but i'm i'm just gonna go out there and put it out there i got i'm on dialysis i gotta go dialysis three times a week mm-hmm. without dialysis i'm not here i'm dead yeah you know what i mean like i have yeah. to and i have to go i have to do that until i get a ch- kidney transplant so i can be on that so i have to be i have to depend on a machine to survive mm-hmm. a lot of people don't know how that feels how that affects you emotionally and how yeah. you view life you know what i mean like i look at at as a point where i looked at what's the point of me even being here if we're all gonna die you know right. what i mean right and i'm just gonna bust my ass until i die mm-hmm. when like i'm facing this shit right now but i had to talk to somebody and i just had to reflect back on my life who i am and the shit i've been through yeah and a lot of people wouldn't even a lot of people to fold it through the shit i went through you know what i mean i'm talking about real shit like real shit bro like a lot of people the photo shit i went through you know what i mean so that right there just let me know like i'm different you know what i mean i mm-hmm. keep it, every day is not promising nobody even my situation it's yeah. like a walk out and get smashed by a car you know what i mean so just live life life is a, it's a beautiful thing so you just appreciate that shit don't take it for granted no and i tell you man to everybody out there who's been like suffering from depression or you know having this feeling of inadequacy like just you really gotta say to yourself because i had to say this to myself a few times you's a cold motherfucker man right like you really gotta say that shit to yourself like because in my opinion there's no other compliment that can top use a cold motherfucker right you know what i mean so i just know with me it helped me on top of like you know getting getting that talk from zoe but um out of millions of sperm you here yeah yeah (laughs) 
Like you made it, nigga. You made it. <laughs> so man, just um on that note, just I just want to tell everybody, like, yo, talk to somebody. Yes. First and foremost, no matter what it is, even if you are trying to start a business. I think that's a bad song to play in the background. <laughs> no, but um talk to somebody, even if it is about starting a new business or whatever you're going through in life, talk to somebody. Find find an in an open ear that that that's willing to listen. Mm-hmm. Um second of all, you know, when if you're trying to find an, you know, if you if you want to start a business, think about the shit that you like to do for free. Then find a way to monetize it. You like fucking go to Van Nuys and start a porn business. How about it? How, <laughs> no, that's real that, talk. That was, that was my dream in middle school. That's how I know. That's real that talk. Shit. No, I just was a Just throw out there. That's my dream shit. in middle school. Shit, if you, if you like watching porn, go to Van Nuys and find, yeah, a, yeah. find an editor job. Yeah, exactly. Some exactly. Edit, shoot, edit your own home movies. That I don't was know. hella random. Hey, who knows? You might find some people in the neighborhood that just might like your shit. <laughs> anyway, that's left field. Um, but anyway. Freak ball. <laughs> amateur porn is an issue for Shout out to Pornhub. But anyway, so um, Live from 205 is me, Cool Guy P. I'm signing off. Antoine, tell them where they can find you, brother. In my fucking bed. Hell <laughs> yeah. Look yeah. like you sleep now, bro. <laughs> yeah. I'm fighting it, man. I'm fighting it. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, y'all find me next <laughs> yeah, week. Yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Rock, tell me where to find you. And catch me in the air. You know what I mean? Or MGXPOV on Instagram or MGXPOV on Facebook. What are you talking about? Find me in the air? Hey, man. That's on my spiritual shit. about to be lit, huh? No, I'm going to go to sleep. Oh, there it is. Ah. Yeah. All right, Matt. Tell them where they can find you, bro. You can find me, Lavelle Mason, on Instagram and Matthew Mason on Facebook. You can find me where I'm at, cause that's where I'll be. Cool guy P on IG, um, Crispy Studios on IG as well. And um, ladies, if you are in the Philly area, dun, 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 dun. June 29th, it is going down. If you want to do a boudoir <laughs> shoot with me. <laughs> Dressing some lingerie. I'm about to say, explain, explain to him. Okay, what so bo- is, so yeah. people don't know what boudoir no is. Way. It's just basically a French version, or it's a French term used for shooting in lingerie. Yeah, very, 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 very sexy, sexy yes. sensual, classy, well, man, it, it, and professional, and professional. Yes, because I, 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 I work with integrity. Yes, no creep. And when I work with women utmost respect and i have one of the greatest assisters of all time a sister a sister my, my assistant okay. and my sister okay she's my assistant <laughs> um and yeah so if you want to you know do something sexy just for yourself for your instagram if you want to shit on some chicks that you don't like yeah hey June 29th, I'm doing a boudoir shoot. So hit me up on Instagram, Crispy Studios, C H R I S P Y S T U D I O S, and just say sign me up, CP, and I will lock you in. If you're in Philly, come on out, and it's, it's going to be dope. It's going to be sexy. It's going to be love. So on that note, with love, I say fuck all y'all. There's no Vaseline podcast. We out. Peace.
Hey, yo, what's up? What's my theme music? We ain't got one, nigga.